0: I'm going to tell you a few stories. All we have to do is listen.
1: Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me is Luke and... Ralph. (laughs) He gave a smirk as if we're watching video on this before he said his name.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Anyway, uh, this is episode number 178, 178. And today's episodes are movies that I finally get to pick because we skipped my turn somewhere in long weeks. It's okay. It happens. Actually, it's never happened before. But uh, I'm sure in the world it happens. Um, So the movies uh, we're reviewing today, um, and it does seem like really off. It feels like we recorded a long time ago because our recording schedules are a little different right now. But we're going to review The Flash, which just came out a few days back when you're hearing this. And we're going to be reviewing, um, also, Spider-Man Across the Mm Spider-Verse. And uh, 2023 marks the 20th anniversary of Old Boy, Park Chanuk's uh, original classic revenge story. Some say the best revenge movie ever made, Old Boy, from 2003. Uh, We're going to review that as well. You can always follow this episode and all of our other episodes at otherpodcast.com, which, uh, same location, you can find our... Ongoing marathon right now, and see what's coming up next. As uh, I think, mines is the last. Yeah, mines is the last 20th year anniversary pick. So after that, we're going to go to the 30th year anniversary picks uh, for the next three shows, um, and then on to the next thing. Um, so check it out there at the dot if you want to know what's coming up next and what we have done so far. Um, now, Luke, yes, how you been? I know you did something. Yes, alone. I. Just came
2: back from a two week trip to Poland. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been there in 20 years. The mother country. The motherland. Wait, how long? You said? 20 years. It's been
1: 20 years? 20 years. I feel like you. Am I confusing with some other Polish friend that went there? And Probably. Lost, Last and time
2: probably. I was there was 2003. 20... Yeah. Wow. So. Right when, around the time well, of that. Old York, Boy. Blackout. When Old Boy.
1: Oh, okay. When Old Boy was hitting Korean theaters. Yes. Like I was Poland. in
2: yeah got i did not go to any theaters there but yeah yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah no it was a fun trip saw a lot of friends and well not really friends but family right and right that is some exploration around my old did you recognize streets. anyone i mean i recognize some of the places i used to i, I would know and frequent hmm. but you know, it is what it is so how is poland It's good it's no longer black and white no. Oh, hey. oh, yeah.
1: I think I did see a movie over there made in color. Yeah, yeah. once or twice.
2: Although I do want to go. Like, so uh, I pretty much stayed in like the south central-ish area oh, of shit. Poland,
1: the gangland area. Not really. Okay.
2: Uh, I did take a trip up to like the mountains.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, didn't really care much for it. Too commercialized right now. Everything's just to get a, get your money. So I didn't care for that.
1: Wait, wait, too commercialized, like too many tourists were there?
2: Yeah, yeah, well I mean too many tourists and everything's just like signage everywhere. It's just Signage, what does that mean? Like signs for like businesses and things like that. It's just it's oh. all over the place. You you everywhere you look, it's some type of advertisement. Someone's trying to make a buck off of you. Mm. I thought you were gonna say the worst part was the walking. No, that was, I had no problems with that. Hmm. And one day I took a fucking well, eight I, eight and a half mile walk just well, around yeah, town. I make fun of you. So. Um, got it. All right, cool. But the other places, like the older places, like in, uh, historical places I liked because you could, you could, there was no signs anywhere for anything. It was great. Just a lot of old looking buildings. Hmm. hmm. Except for the Hard Rock Cafe. Somehow they managed to get like a sign <laughs> on their building. Oh, really? But it wasn't like tacky or anything like that. It kind of blended in with like the colors of like everything else. Really? So, yeah. Huh. And that you didn't take a picture of? Uh, I might actually have a picture of it on my camera. I took a bunch of pictures. They're on the card right okay. now. Okay. So huh. I'll post some eventually.
1: Yeah, yeah. That sounds intriguing. I mean, that's a place that, you know, I would love to go, but this. it's so not happening, you know. <laughs> it's not even 50th place of way <laughs> right yeah. that I would go. Um, no offense, of course. Yeah, no, it's not and, taken. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's excellent, Raph. What about you? I know nothing as exciting, probably.
3: Uh, probably not. Um, what have I been up to? Really, nothing crazy. A lot of, a lot of like stuff, setting up stuff. So that's about it. Like I've been setting up like appointments and a bunch of things that I have to do. Just like a lot of adulting, essentially. My kid's been out of school, so I've just been hanging out with him a lot. Um, either playing games with him or doing stuff together, going to doctors also.
1: For uh, fun? No, no one no, goes okay. to the doctor for fun.
2: right? Um, uh, Phobes, do. <laughs> what are those people? You yeah, I think that they're afraid of. Or... Oh, you mean they go for fun? Is that what you're saying? My, my grandma?
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, also junkies, no. I guess. Probably, yeah. Besides that, really, i just been watching, I finished some TV, some, some shows that I was watching. Or uh, caught up to some stuff, and uh, just some Korean stuff I was watching, and some anime I was watching as well. Um, nothing crazy. Hmm. But yeah. Other, okay. other than that, yeah, I really haven't been doing anything else. Work is work, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, speaking of work, I have still have nothing. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I must apply for like 20 places, something like that. And I haven't heard back anything yet. Well, I know some of them have like a longer period, like a window they actually say it, like, oh, it's gonna take you four to six weeks to let you know. I'm like, okay. But the uh some most of them don't have that information, mm-hmm. you know. So uh I assume they would have been by now. I had to have a line on something going on. I may have to do some sort of uh driving delivery things, right? Okay uh to do to keep up with that. Uh but I'm still okay right now. Um Otherwise, I'm just keeping busy, by like, I've been playing a lot of Hollow Knight right now, um, mm-hmm. a game that I've always had. Like, I've been going through a lot of my games. Like, what didn't I finish, or what are you know short looking games that I can just go through? And I've already done a few. One of mm-hmm. which is like Titanfall Two, which I was fun. I went through the main campaign and like, oh, that's good, that cool. and I deleted it. Um, otherwise, I've been watching a lot of movies that you're about to see, because like, well, you know, I need to get out, and sometimes you know, um. I actually got, um, it's funny, uh, I got a ticket in front of my house uh, because I missed that there was street cleaning. That's why uh, my
3: car was out there. I didn't know that there was even street cleaning. <laughs> I, like, I I almost blew a fuse because yeah. I thought my wife forgot to move the car, which she did, but my dad moved the car for me. Oh. Fucking lucky.
1: <laughs> he means her, guys. Um, yeah. So, no, I, I, I didn't have that here. But anyway, so the next day, yesterday, I was like, oh, shit. I went to my car. I'm like, oh, man. This, this, this. Anyway, because uh, yesterday we saw the flash. So that's when I went mm.
0: um,
1: Yeah. So uh, it's been, I don't know, not much, man, uh, unfortunately. So we're going to move on here to our recent discoveries. Uh, now, we all, we all have seen things. Yep. Uh, Luke. I swear to God! I swear to God! I thought you've seen these already. No, nope, I have not actually. So, yeah, well, um, me Is this really his first time? Apparently. Okay. You can not vouch for him.
2: I haven't seen it and forgot. No, about. sadly, actually, <laughs> I remember when. Okay, so the two movies that I watched, aside from uh, me rewatching Blackberry like three times because it came out on iTunes, hmm. <laughs> uh, was Rocky Three and Rocky Four. And I've never seen them. Now, I remember when they did like, that little reboot of Rocky a couple years back before Creed. Mm-hmm. And I think I th- re—I watched Rocky 1 for the first time with Oscar. He's like, that's the one you got to watch because that's the one they're probably going to reference the most. And yeah, that was right. So I never watched any of the other ones. Until now. I, I, really, watched Rocky 3, I don't remember that Rocky at all. 4. I do. I
1: don't remember that at all. I don't remember watching this movie with you, the first one. Yeah, well, we did I, a long time ago.
2: I, okay, sure. So yeah, finally saw Rocky three and Rocky four. Um, Rocky three is the one with Mr. T. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So finally saw that. I don't even know Hulk
1: Hogan was in it for a little. Colby Lang, bro. Colby Lang. Yeah, yeah Hulk Hogan is the the the
2: sideshow, right? Yeah, that was funny. Oh, but then I think still, The best montage though has to go to Rocky four hmm. with the. Uh, him training against Drago, yeah. How he's got all that fancy technology, and Rocky's just out in the wilderness doing his own thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh... yeah. and then just the uh, the fight was a good one, especially uh, like after the first round where uh, uh, I mean, my probably a spoiler, but Drago seems like he's like a fucking machine, and then after the first round, Rocky's like, eh, he's nothing. You know, he's only human. But Drago, all about Rocky, is like, this man is not human. He's uh, he's made of iron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 So The the, the polarity of it is yes, funny. But yeah, good movies, good movies. Uh, I think I got one more, and I'll be all no. caught up to the uh, Rocky franchise.
1: Oh, because you've seen all the Kreese and the Rocky Balboa. And the yes, okay.
2: that was a Rocky Balboa.
3: Mm-hmm. I've never seen Rocky Balboa. Let
2: not me bad. know when you get there.
1: Not bad. Okay. Well, he's seen it already, so. Oh, well, you have? Yeah. You said he did. I, that's the one I said saw. I him oh, that's the only life. one you
3: saw. Okay, my mistake. My be,
2: t- yeah. to watch,
1: before watching Rocky Balboa, we watched Rocky. I guess I made him watch the first one that I don't remember at all. You but know. I was right, though. They really only referenced the first one. Yeah. I, I, I nailed it in the head somehow. Um, I mean, which is, I guess it's obvious. Still, it's pretty obvious. Um, Rocky V is going to be a little bit of a letdown, I would say, because uh, nothing beats the the entertainment value of four and nothing beats the originality and the heart of one or even like parts of two, you know? Um, yeah. but still Rocky V is fun. Rocky V. Um, doesn't ha- it's not, not, not fun. Uh, so that's what you've been watching and you're, you're it seems like a positive on it, right? You like the club oh, yeah. one too. Okay. Good. All right. Now, Rob, you've seen something too. I'm curious about this one. So I don't know if you're going to sell me or not.
3: Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I saw the newest version of uh, "White Men Can't Jump," which is I totally did see the other one too, but I didn't. That's why
1: needed a remake,
3: by the way. I if apparently, you say, if you say so. Uh. So yeah, besides that, I um, I saw that. That was something. Um, and uh, it was uh. I can't remember how the other one went out, but it worked. It worked very similarly. Um, it was just way more modern and a lot of like terminology that you're just used to from now, and you're like, oh, that's kind of annoying. Um, but overall, like I said, it was it was fun. It was fun to see all the all the stuff that happened. They had a lot more current, a lot of more current stuff, like as in like how people are injured or how players are, or how you're not known or how you are known and stuff like that. Um. The just the juxtaposition. Uh, sadly, no Wesley Snipes, but mm-hmm. um, it it is what it is. I you saying Woody's on here? Uh, no, Woody's not here either. But okay. I'm saying like Wesley Snipes. You know, we see more Woody than we normally do. We no, that think that works Wesley. a lot. He does work a lot. He does. So um, yeah. Besides that, is he still alive? Who Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Yeah, of course he is.
1: I'm pretty sure. Please don't tell me he's dead. I mean I'm wrong, it's not like whatever. It's not like a norm or anything, but right.
3: Um but yeah, it was What? Well, how do I put it out? Uh, I guess I'm, I'm gonna have to compare it from the first one. Um it everything was just about kind of like the same where they're they're both, you know, they're both trying to well, one's trying to make money. Um and instead of it wasn't as shady as the first one, I guess. Put it to that way. The first one was way more shady where he's just gonna grift people and right? he's just trying to steal money. Woody Harrelson, right? Mm-hmm. He's just trying to make money on by, by being this ex-college player that no one knew about. <laughs> cool. These guys are like, they kind of have lives already. Well, one is just playing basketball, and he never to anything. That's essentially the gist of that one. Um, yeah. But besides that, the... Uh, I
1: think they should have combined the remake of Money Train <laughs> and White Men Can't Jump. That that that's, that's what they should have done.
3: <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. But besides, besides that, it all the stuff that kind of, like, happens in the movie, uh, how the movie progresses really well. It does that, in it, I guess, um, and how they have this tournament. It just doesn't feel – it feels believable for our main characters. It doesn't feel believable for everything else. That's the other problem I have with it. Um, and I think – I don't know if it's Jack Harlow's first movie, but um, it feels like he tries a little too hard, but overall it works. He's kind of like um, – t- What's that? What's that? R- a rapper. Um, I M&M no, 50 cent. No no no, 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 no. Tupac. No, shut up, shut up. Biggie smalls. Shut up. I'm um, trying to think. Uh, I forgot the guys. No, 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 no. The guy who, uh, little Dickie, you know who little Dickie is? Yeah, Dave. Yeah, exactly. Dave. Um, so it's kind of like little Dickie. He reminds me a little bit, a little, like he's trying to, uh, some of the stuff he says, mm-hmm. but, over, but overall it's, uh, which is funny because they're both artists, like musicians. Um, but like I said, it's a fun movie. I st- I wanna say I like part one better because it just felt more organic. This felt like, oh, it's you know, it's how it how it all worked out in the end. And how it just the movie portrayed. So it was it was an intre- it was a f- easy watch. And if you like basketball, it works great. If you don't like basketball, there was more heartfelt moments in this movie than it, than it needed to be. Hmm. That's about it. And I was just like, okay, I like the first one because the first one was funnier. This one was funny too, but the first one was funnier.
2: If I never saw the first one, should I watch this one? You should watch the first one. Should I watch the first one and then this one? Or just leave that, it. At
3: that'd last? be cool. That'd be cool.
2: Little... And you probably I think you would probably like the
3: first one overall. Okay. I I do. That's me personally.
1: I mean I haven't As seen this it since tonight.
3: Not that this movie has isn't isn't bad. It is. It's good. It's just mm. not amazing. Don't
1: I agree. I really don't remember anything about the original. I remember liking it. I just don't remember anything. <laughs> just that Snipes and Harrelson were in it, you know. Uh, so that's what—that's uh, it, right That's all I watched.
3: That's
1: what raf yeah. yeah. has been watching. Um, I've seen a lot of shit. I cut it down to five. Okay. Thank you. I cut it down basically to all of the ones that are currently in theaters, and except for one of them, it's or two of them. Sorry, they're no longer in theaters. Uh, one is I saw Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Um, if anybody was curious, don't worry. I've seen it. During the 90s, a new faction of Transformers, the Maximals, joined the Autobots as allies in the battle for Earth. Wait, in the 90s? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, a prequel. Oh, so it's a prequel. It is, yeah, it's a prequel. That way they can still have the oh my god, what are you, an alien from space? You know, conversation and uh, oohs and like They can still have that because it's set in the 90s. It starts in Brooklyn or the Bronx. I forget where already because New York is all the same to me. Um... Anyway, and it's like, uh, it brings in the Beast Wars stuff. Uh, the Beast War, Big Bad, uh, you know, Planet Killing, Alien, I forgot the name, Unicron. Oh, my God, I nailed it, Unicron. Um, and uh, I want to say something. And uh, this movie, these movies, have, I mean, don't get me This is not a good, quote, unquote, good movie. It has a lot of flaws, a lot of things that mm-hmm. make no sense. A lot of stuff that does make sense, and it's kind of fun. I would say the funny or the humor in it is uh, overall worth it. Um, I think the characters are better than any of the other ones. Granted, I have not seen Bumblebee. I am not a Transformers purist. I sure missed enough. at least two of them. But I saw the first three, and I think they're better than the first three. Um, and, and obviously, sad not sad to say, but glad to say that Michael Bay did not direct this movie either. Uh, but it stars uh, Usmail, I think you call him, right, Ralph. <laughs> What's it Uznavi. Usnavi. Usnavi. My bad, Usnavi. Anthony Ramos. Uh, he's a star. He's not a bad leading guy either. I would say definitely more uh, charismatic than uh,
2: the other guy with the face. I forget his name already. So, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? So, since they're not known in this time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, that, that, all, you know, it's very
1: low key stuff that I was talking So, there's two or? things with that. There's two things with that. One is that it was fun trying to see them do it where they're hidden still. Uh-huh. Like, they're not announcing themselves to the world or to the major, like, the governments of the world, right? Um, they do that uh, pretty well. I would say that that was a fun needle to thread. They didn't pay too much attention because they're giant fucking, you know, the giant fucking robots, right? right? Um, but, uh, also what they do to like, kind of like curtail all of that problem is that most of the movie, especially the finale of la- the last third takes place in South America. So they travel, um, because of the Beast Wars stuff.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. But the beast, the beast transfer, the be, uh, maximals, sorry, maximals, uh, they've been on Earth for hundreds of thousands of years. Not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds or thousands uh, of years already living with humans, but like in like South America, basically, chilling there as cheetahs the size of like fucking houses. Um,. Yeah, so you know that was a fun thing. But also the other thing is that, and I heard this was announced. I didn't read it myself, is that they're restarting a timeline. It, they're basically alternate timelines. They're going to restart the whole thing with Transformers. So oh. this isn't like a whole right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're okay. doing a mul- they're doing a multiverse like the DC thing, like the mo- like anything right now. They're going to reboot the property. I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Is um, just like Mortal Kombat. You know, yeah, it's like a lot of game, like a lot of things like hmm. a lot of things yes so that's what the, that's what's going on so that's that's that that's Transformers check it out if you want dumb uh, mindless but fun action I think I'll never get sick of like watching how the gears move when they're transforming like oh would that tire be part of their arm or pe-? you know I <laughs> oh, just love watching them transform I could just watch them transform all day yeah a tire is a penis um, it's, it's not the and they brought back my my childhood favorite the, the motorcycle one I forgot their name um, that was one, one of my favorites. Cycly, I don't think it was called RC. RC, probably that's right. I think that's right.
3: It's RC. I play the Transformers um, game on my phone, and then RC Cola. It's RC. A R C E.
1: Yeah. No, it's Royal Cola. You're right. Um, anyway, so that's that movie. Check it out. Like I said, if you are interested in dumb action movie, uh, it's a good one. Uh, so I saw the movie. We originally were going to review. We were going to review Malum originally on the show today. Uh, obviously, right, we managed to do The Flash, uh, have something more recent, and I would say more entertaining. you know. Uh, so uh, I eschewed Malum, but I did see it. Malum, a rookie police officer, willingly takes the last shift at a newly decommissioned police station in an attempt to uncover the mysterious connection between her father's death and the vicious cult. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, I was fascinated by Malum. This really indie horror movie. It's really an indie horror movie. It, if it was in theaters, uh, it was really just like, briefly. And it went straight to... Um, <laughs> I know, the, I saw know, it on
2: iTunes it. for purchase already.
1: Yes, yeah, and I've been in demand. Uh, so I was fascinated by this movie because uh, several years back, that same writer-director, and probably crew, I'm not sure, just the writer-director, but the, the guy who made Malum, had made this very script, this very same story. He wrote and directed a movie called The Last Shift, which I mentioned in the recent discoveries earlier this year. Um, And then when I had seen that movie, and then I found out that, hey, this director is remaking his own movie. It's called Malum. It's coming out this year, and here I am. So how was Malum? I would say, um, even though it's the same story and I'm fascinated by why directors would want to do the same project again, um, which could have been a great discussion if we reviewed it, of course, but whatever, um, is that Malum... Is basically the same as uh, the last shift, except with a higher budget. Like the gore, like the horror is more, you know, more sleek. It is well well produced. It's definitely well. It's more professionally made, um, which can have a, a, a negative effect as well. But in my opinion, I think it has a really good effect. I think uh, this makes it more of a hardcore horror movie. In some of those scenes, especially with the cult and the visions, um, and I would say they also flesh out a bit more on that cult. From the original movie, I think the original movie had some of that missing. Like I felt like I needed more. This one did show more. Did it show enough? I don't know. That's for everyone to decide. But I think it was uh, more still better. So I always, I would always say I liked the movie. Um, but I think the first one you see is still going to be the one with the biggest impact. Because, again, they're both basically the same movie. And I don't think the differences between them are so vast that one is going to be out top by the other. It's whoever you saw first. Whatever you saw first. Um. yeah I wish it was more clear though on some other things like I felt like the movie uh, lingered way too like it fucking lingered on a lot of the hallucinations of the horror uh, for long stretches of time that kind of made it like mm, if, this, if I didn't know what was going to happen <laughs> I would be lost so you know there's that
0: mm.
1: so that's Malum M-A-L-U-M which is the last name of the bad guy in the cult by the way that was that's in why. theater's it was if it wasn't theaters, like I said, it's gone.
2: It's on VOD right now. You can rent it. Okay. Whenever. Yeah. Like I, said, I saw it you could buy it per, on iTunes. Or oh, buy like, it. Wait, are we like watching this movie? Because I thought mm-hmm. we were still doing that.
1: No, I mean I have I, I can send you guys a copy if you want. Um, Shh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Next up, another horror movie. This one's still in theaters right now. I saw the boogeyman. Hollywood does it again, tries to go after the boogeyman. Uh, it's not the first time. Many times. Um, still reeling from the tragic death of their mother, a teenage girl and her younger sister find themselves played by a sadistic presence in their house and struggle to get their grieving father to pay attention before it's too late. Which sounds like an actual like part of a plot of every movie. Um, the Boogeyman. Uh, I kind of like this movie. I was kind of surprised by how it wasn't tropey. Even though it does live in the same tropes, like it's tropey in its bones and the structure of, the, of a horror movie, like oh my god, no one's gonna believe me. The tropiness of like my spouse doesn't believe me, or my father in this case, or like what's it gonna like what's the progression of the horror? And I felt like they did really good uh, combination of showing you the information of what's next and the mystery of what the boogeyman is and where it came from, why is it haunting them or attacking them, um, the creature, the creatures themselves, whatever it is. It's like a really cool idea, I would say. Um, it, it's, not, it's been done before, like from Lights Out to a lot of horror movies. I can't think of others. But there's been a lot uh, in our mainstream. But uh, I think the, the slight differences of this one, you know, combining it with not a bad script, I think it worked well. So I do recommend it for a fun horror movie. About the same level as uh, the dumb action of Transformers, except that this one's a little smarter. Because horror movies kind of have to be, so you, know, so you could keep disbelieving. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. You know, okay. Maybe it was just a good day for me. But I, I liked it more than I thought I would going in. Uh, so, next one here. Also in theaters right now, although I might be leaving soon, I saw You Hurt My Feelings. Have you seen this? Anyone heard of it? Great. Mm, um, no. Nope. A novelist's longstanding marriage is suddenly upended when she overhears her husband giving his honest reaction to her latest book. This is not a horror or action at all. It's a comedy drama. It stars Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Tobias Menzies. Um, I love uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus in movies or in anything. I've always, that's Elaine? Elaine, yeah, Elaine. I've always seen her movies. Um, and this one is no different in how great she is. And the movie is no different because of the director I know. Um, Alexander has made some really good movies. And I really like this one as well. This one's based solely on the concept of like, you're she overhears her husband give an honest reading about her latest book that she feels unsure that no one likes and she herself doesn't think is very good, maybe. But she, but to her face, he's always telling her it's amazing. Get a new agent that will represent it better. It's amazing every day, you know, like you're a great writer and all this stuff. But she overhears him say it's actually sucky. He doesn't like it, he thinks Hmm. it's. Trash or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he says, and that's, that's the whole—that's the whole premise mm-hmm. of the movie, and like how it's hard for her to cope with that, that that kind of like distrusting thing. But in a marriage, though, how much of it, like within a partner, not just a marriage, but with partners, like, uh, how do you, what kind of white lies do you rationalize, and what's okay to rationalize within yourself to lie to your partner for either their sake or for the sake of something else. That's very commonplace in all friendships, marriage relationships, right? And I think this movie is what what it's doing is bringing that forth here. Hmm. And uh, I think uh, Dreyfus and uh, Menzies are really good. Uh, uh, you know really excellent. They're like an older age couple, of course. They live in New York, and they have a son who's kind of uh, a little annoying, but like you're trying to understand as he's living in his twenties. And it's um it's very. Uh, I just thought it was a very tender kind of a good you know human kind of a human. A movie with a, a interesting and relatable premise. The most relatable movie I have on here, for sure. Um, oh, except for my last one, maybe. But uh, still, the most relatable is this one. So I would recommend it for both of you. I think you will both like it, even with your significant other. Um, you hurt my Either? feelings, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, because I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's like uh, that uh, a marriage story or anything like that. It's not nothing that drastic. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, check it out if you are interested, especially couples. So, last movie here, I saw it because of oh, uh, well, a lot of people, not just Luke, but Luke also. I saw BlackBerry. Now, apparently, Luke saw it like five more times. Yeah. And by the time our next show, he must have up, been it, really boring in Poland. Yeah, clearly. Uh, this is a story of the meteoric rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone. BlackBerry is. Uh, I mean, we have we're in this biopic right now. Biopic, nostalgic period piece thing this is like there's a trilogy of them this year this is we could easily make a twin films out of this easy yeah, problem yeah no problem between air this one and tetris and god knows what else uh those are the three out right now uh yeah you can definitely make a lot of uh hay on this shit but anyway i think this is the best one blackberry is an was an excellent movie it is like it's i mean i don't want to say it's like the social network uh, of uh, of BlackBerry, of smartphones. But it kind of feels a little like that. It's really epic, and it's like... It's epic in how it, um, it grounds everything, really, a lot more than you imagine. Um, the movie doesn't relish in painting every 90s pick or every, you know, because it starts in the 90s, I think. Um, It doesn't paint all these brushes of, like, remember this time? Remember this? Yeah, they have to for some of that stuff, and especially in the opening. That's the most they relish is, like, this opening 90s thing. But besides that, they really don't relish in it. They don't overdo it. They don't overhype it. They don't over-sensationalize anything. And I think a lot of the stuff is really anchored to the actors. And I would say, Jay Baruchel, man, i never seen him really go this far. Because I really like him as an actor. I've always liked him and his styles and uh, the Project picks. I think he's a good actor. Uh, but I never really seen him do this before. And I really like the minute. I like his transformation too right. from the beginning of the fucking movie to the fucking third act when he's like yeah. big boss with the gray fucking silver fox hair. Dude, it's a big difference there, man. And uh, you also, see,
2: you, you see how he likes like, the little thing, like the slip yes. into Yes.
1: Like I said, it's very grounded, it's also subtle. And it's, uh, it's a really interestingly fun movie. And it also stars uh, Glenn Howerton, who is like, man, he really can scream for <laughs> and beat up a phone. No problem, that guy. Um, I found this movie really good. It's really also just happens to be very entertaining. Some cringe stuff, though, in it. But like not like, it's just some really like embarrassing meetings um, <laughs> with Verizon, especially. But uh, it was fun. It was a fun movie. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. So that's BlackBerry. It's out on rental or to rent or whatever. So check it out. Uh, That is it for our recent discoveries. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our first film of the evening, which is The Flash. So stay around for that. Barry Allen uses his super speed to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future. This is The Flash. Just now in theater. just came out a few days back. Anyway, this movie stars... Well, Ezra Miller, of course. Uh, Sasha Kali. I think that's how you say her name. Um, Ron Livingston's in this movie. Michael Shannon. Michael Keaton. Like, those two are big ones. Uh, Ben Affleck's in it for a bit. Helen Slater... Uh, Jeremy Irons for a bit as well. I'm just trying to see. Uh, Kiersey Clemens. That's the one I was looking for. Kiersey Clemens, for sure, is in this movie. Um, yeah, i just stop there, I guess. Oh, Maribel Verdu, which I found out rough. I was right. Just saying. It's the girl from Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you talking about? And uh, Tu Mama También. Same girl. Yeah. I
3: haven't seen Penn's Laver Than Forever, so I was like, sure. Yeah, but
1: I was it's saying fine. it. You were like, no, you were like saying, "Nah, that's not her. That's what you were saying. It. That was your tone. Yeah,
3: I was thinking about a little girl.
0: No,
1: but I said, obviously not the little girl. I said that. And you <laughs> laughed because I said that. I'm like, I don't mean the little girl, you know. <laughs> I meant, the, you know, with the knife and shit. The one that's, you know, cuts that guy's fucking cheek open. I'm like, that's her. And you were like, no. And then when he started singing in Spanish in the movie. I'm like, that's fucking her. Like, <laughs> like that's her. 100%. 100%. Um, anyway, this is uh, written by Christina Hudson and Joby, Joby I think, Harold. I think it's, I don't think it's Joby. Um, as well as uh, directed by Andy Muschietti. Is that how you say that? I'm going to go with that. He directed Mama, um, which I liked, and IT chapter 2 and 1. The IT, the it, the it movies. That's the same guy. So, not bad pedigree, I would say, although this guy's transferring from horror, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second filmmaker, at least I can think of within DC, that's done that. Um, The guy who did, um, what's that guy? Uh, Shazam. That's a horror film director, too. Uh, Anyway, so, I'm going to start with Roth on this one. Roth, what did you think of The Flash?
3: Um, I thought this is what you can do when you make a good DC movie. Hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I thought it was timeline.
3: I thought it was really good overall, all uh, all in all. The only thing I would have liked to see, and it's not really much too much of a spoiler. Um, you guys could argue with me if you want, though, is, uh, the flash or Barry Allen, um, also thinks very fast. So for him, everybody moves slow.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so since he's thinking fast, he kind of gets annoyed having normal conversations with people. Um, yeah. And like, cause for him, it's like, if I'm talking and you know, really slow. So even slower than that. So he's like, dude, just get to the fucking point kind of thing. Um, so yeah, besides that, um, I actually liked how they, how they showed um, his abilities. I like how they showed his abilities. I like what he's capable of. I like how Im- important he is, even though he doesn't feel important. You know, how powerful he is, even though he doesn't seem as powerful or how powerful he can be. Let's take the very important thing to say. Um, and that it's, um,
1: he's definitely treated like a junior exec. Of the Justice League,
3: right? right in the beginning, yeah. and then they, they call him. He calls himself something in the movie as well. I think he calls himself the the janitor or something. The like ja, that. Yeah, he cleans up everything. Right. He's like, yeah. mm-hmm. which I mean, it's not wrong. He's I listen. Who better to clean up everything, like to clean up the messes as it's happening? You know, uh, than the Flash. So yeah, there's. Uh, I really did. I really did appreciate that a lot. I like uh, the cameos in the
2: movie as well. I th- I thought they were. I thought they were really good. Some really good surprising cameos. <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, I thought they were really good. Um, overall, it was um, definitely uh, interesting. Um, but yeah, but I, what I really dug about it is just that I didn't feel, re- even though it was quite a long movie, almost two and a half hours, is like two hours. To- it says two twenty four, but uh, minus ten minutes, so like 215, two fifteen. You gotta eight. stay after the credits. Well, no, no, no it was like ten minutes of credits. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though it's part of the movie, it's just like most people yeah. don't really watch the credits around their phone. Um. Yeah, but besides that, I I thought it was all like really good pacing. There's some slow moments, obviously, but it was really good pacing and what they what they're what they're doing with the world. Um, I was actually kind of surprised to see, um, uh, the beginning of the movie and how it how where we are in the beginning of the movie. Um, and again, I don't. We'll get into spoilers later, but um, it's interesting. I'm very interested to see what DC is gonna do now that this exists now that this has been put out in the world
1: well they're gonna move away from
3: it well they have to move away from ezra miller well yeah okay but they don't have to move away from everything else that's happened
1: well the thing is that uh i mean the wonderful thing about this movie is that it's kind of packaged away from the events of any previous movie anyway right
3: uh to a certain extent yes yeah. I
1: say, to a, I mean, large enough extent. Like, if you're going to reintroduce the flash, say in um, in the um, in the next um phase of DC movies, <laughs> um, different actor, or whatever, you could still introduce him. You don't know, you don't have to make him younger and start all over. You could just introduce him from the point where he saved his father from, like, he's not in jail anymore or whatever the hell.
0: Exactly.
1: And uh, you know, start from there.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I agree. That's uh, I don't disagree with anything you just said. Um, but I, they're not moving away from. What the character is, I guess, is what I meant to say. Um, so
1: I, I don't know. Uh, I assume. Um, are you guys expecting uh, for the Flash to have a different look, like uh, in the in the style of the, like the lightning, the way his powers work, like his suit? Are you expecting those differences?
3: I mean, probably minor cosmetic stuff, nothing crazy, but mm-hmm. nothing nothing to that extent. I would ass- I would say more. Ability wise, no, really. Uh, there's n- really. What else are you going to do with it? It's like it's like watching a new Batman. He's always going to have the same gadgets. He's always you know, or very s- close to the same gadgets. You know, everyone mm-hmm. has a battering, but some one battering is remote controlled. Another batarang. Every has, Batman does
1: feel different though.
3: But I don't, this, had no this one's different. got curves, right? One, well, well, one's there's more aggressive. Pointy. One's more. One's more. Uh, yeah. you know Military. Right. Exactly. And I and I agree. I, I don't disagree with you in the in the least of that. Not to say that the Flash can't feel that way but the flash also has less things potentially available um less and more depending on how you want to show him in a situation um
0: mm-hmm.
3: so yeah we'll see we'll see I, I did have loads of fun like i said and i kind of wanted to into spoilers to be honest with you just to talk freely um i did have loads of fun i did have issues with the movie nothing crazy but enough to enough to say there's an issue there's issues um like I said, very, very, nothing, nothing crazy. Um, I thought, I thought, like overall, though, what, what I was watching and how it was portrayed and how the character was. It sucks that Ezra Miller's, you know, down the dark path. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good movie.
2: Look, what about you? I had the same uh, feeling you did. So this is what it's like when DC makes a good movie. <laughs> Yeah, how do you not? I mean, it's amazing. They Finally, you know, they they brought in a lot of humor. They didn't make it all super dark and gritty. They used colors beyond you know black, gray, and brown. Yeah, this is the guy who made
1: us watch the four-hour cut of the Snack Snyder thing. Who hates colors?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I know that was a good one, though. No, 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 it was not. Anyway, continue. <laughs> but you yeah, know, fantastic. They they finally managed to make a good movie. Are we really forgetting Wonder Woman? Do you, are no. we forgetting the ending of
1: Wonder
3: Woman? <laughs> I'm not I'm not forgetting It wasn't Wonder that bad. It was just like Chopey. That's it. I'm not forgetting Wonder Woman. Um but it but the ending does take you in my personal opinion. The ending does take you away. No, it's been so long though, but that's the problem. Yeah. It's when did the first so Wonder, 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 Wonder Woman come out?
1: I don't know, twenty seventeen. Maybe so, six 19. years ago?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's not that long. <laughs> Six years ago, that's like a billion movies.
1: No, it's not a good track record for DC. I'm just saying that it's not the it's not the first. Yeah, when you're making it like finally, I'm like no. No,
3: But when you're releasing movies and then you, well, a lot of people did like Aquaman. I haven't seen
1: it,
2: but I didn't hate Aquaman. (laughs) Oh my god! Speaking of Aquaman, I was on one of my flights. Hmm. I could have sworn there was seven people watching that movie at one time. Really? Yeah. Did you stand up and go count? No, from from my perspective, like where I was just sitting, I was like, "This is a perfect airplane movie."
1: <laughs> Maybe I mean it's definitely long enough, <laughs> right? It was like a ten-hour flight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, one. Watch Blackberry three times. I, I won't be surprised if you watched Blackberry three times in one flight.
2: No, I uh, watched it once, and then I watched uh-huh. Back to the Future. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. wait—the one with um, Eric Stoltz. Eric yeah. okay. Yeah. okay,
2: okay. Obviously, good. yeah.
1: So you're a fan. Uh I too uh was a huge fan of this movie. Um so this movie feels a lot like and this is just because it's the it's the new age of it, right? Um this movie has a lot of the same tones or same kind of givings of um what do you call it? Uh uh the latest Spider Man movie. What's it called? Away from Across home, right? the Across uh, No 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 not that. Far From one. Home. Is it Far From Home? No, no, Far From Home is the second one. Homecoming. Homecoming is the first one.
3: No. <laughs> no Way Home. No Way
1: Home. There you go. Thank you. Like, they all have home in there. I just don't know where.
3: I was like, hold on. I got this, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Way to hesitate, though. You made us, like, take your own graves first. Um, yeah, this has a lot of the same feelings of No Way Home, except that, and I would say that Spider-Man No Way Home nails it, and it's much more of a smoother ride. This one has a bit more of a bumpy ride. To get, to get across the, its valley, you know, sort of, and to keep on with the analogy. But um, even though those, uh, those bumps do exist in The Flash, I think they overall succeeded their journey and they made it across pretty well. And uh, it was a lot of fun getting there, even if some of that fun stuff didn't make a whole lot of sense sometimes. But I was able to forgive it because I was having so much fun with the movie. And that's really the trick of these kind of movies is that, um, yeah, they are blockbuster insane money things with a lot of fucking beautiful people, right? And... You know, who work out like 12 crispy
2: years. Crispy CGI.
1: Yeah, yeah, crispy. No, I was, I was, actually I have a little thing with the CGI personally. But besides that, uh, I think they, um, I think they nailed it. They stuck the landing uh, and it wasn't barely. They stuck the landing with some room to spare and it was fun to watch, uh, especially in a crowd, you know. Uh, although our crowd wasn't as uh, dynamic as other times in my, in my memory when I've had like full theaters, you know. Uh, but whatever, whatever. It was still a, a fun crowd, I would say. Um, people really hated the fucking stinger at the end or whatever you call it, the, the last scene. Um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, a lot of fun. So, uh, with that in mind, I was going to say, um, before we get into spoilers, like, what did you guys think of the... Now, we've all seen... Um, have, we, have we all seen the Flashpoint Paradox?
2: No. Yes.
1: Okay. So, uh, Luke, how much of this story did you know? No smaller
2: stars.
1: Did you know like most of the stuff already? Or did the trailers reveal too much already? Or whatever? I mean, I
2: I knew that Michael Keaton was going to be back. Right. And that there was going to be like a Supergirl. that's it. Okay. And two berries. That's all I knew.
1: Now, this movie does feel like a (laughs) remake of that. It is an animated film, which is probably based on a comic book, which I have not read. Uh, But I did see the film, the animated movie. Uh, uh, Rob, would you call this a remake of that movie?
3: Uh, It feels like it.
1: Mhm. I would too. Even though a lot of the points are different for sure. Like <laughs> there's a lot more heroes I think in that uh, original one and the Flashpoint one.
3: Um paradox. Oh yeah. Well then you have the liberty of whatever you want in animation. So.
1: Which is always always uh liberating in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, okay. Uh so this this is to me I I was going to say this to me feels like a a, a remake of that live action remake of it and um I would say it uh, it nails it because it is it is also very different enough. Like the broad strokes are the same, but the detailing is all different, and I think that's enough for me to enjoy it for being a remake. Um, Luke, have been, I know you haven't seen the movie, so you don't know what I'm talking about. But essentially, nope. you know, that's it. I'm just gonna. I've, I've, uh, I own it. That's even worse. I don't even own it. and I've seen it. <laughs> I just have yet to see it. Okay. Well, you should fix that problem. Um, okay. Now. Uh what did you guys think of the there's a hanging uh almost a chat. Uh there's a hanging um <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, I meant the 2004 election. Um, there's a hanging problem or uh what is it what do you call it a hinging um character motivational emotional sympathetic thing with his mom. Right? I mean it starts off with his dad. Him being um, on in jail for murdering her, like many years ago, right when he was a kid, and obviously he never believed that never happened. But proving that was having a, a pro- big problem, of course. But uh, the movie Transformers in the very in the beginning and to um, to a uh, to saving her. What do you guys think of this as the as the crux for everything happening? Is it believable? Is it viable? Is it hokey in any way? Anything like this? Um, because the whole movie hinges on this.
2: I think this so. is the whole point. That's of it, like right? one of like the worst days of your life. Why wouldn't you try to go back and change it? My point is that would you go back and change it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, be like, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? Yes. And, you know, it, it, you're gonna be it that, that weird be guy a- killing a little baby, but
3: yeah, it, would I mean, be yeah. very, it would be very hard to stop to to not go back and change it especially when you have the ability to do so
1: yeah um, there is a really quick jump from him discovering that he has his ability to going all the way back pretty fast um, which speaks to of course uh, Barry Allen's like state of mind like he's still a young guy right yes' still yes. so, um, very smart I mean he's gonna meet a younger version of himself in the movie but like they're still both pretty fucking young you know. <laughs> Right. Definitely the youngest um, Justice League members. Yeah. I was going to say just Justice League members, but yeah. Uh, And with Diana, it's like hundreds of years. Um, Or thousands, whatever. Uh, Okay. Now we can get into spoilers, I think, for The Flash. (laughs) Starting right now. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I did find it annoying a few times having our Barry Allen dealing with the younger Barry Allen.
3: Yes. So I at first I was like, Man, it's such a great it's such a cool way to say, Hey, we don't have to show Barry Allen growing up, but we're gonna show him growing up. So we have a flash who's already knows what to do. Hey, time your shit. Hey, you are fast. Right. You're not gonna expend
1: that energy or whatever.
3: Expend your energy. You know, you need to you need to be fast. You People are going to be as fast as you, especially when he fights Zod. You know he has already uh, encountered Superman before, so he knows the type of type of thing how to uh, how to react. Hey, right. I'm a little bit faster than them, but fast enough to still get out of the way. I just have to time it right, right? right. I can still get hurt. I know all these things, and <laughs> seeing it from the <laughs> that's other
1: way, he gets shot. I like, what makes you think you couldn't get shot? Right, <laughs> exactly. yeah. so like th- those are those
3: are well, the I, things that those are the things that like you see it and you're like that's cool because. It's funny they do it in a funny way. A lot of times they do it in a funny way, right? And you're like, that's cool enough to see and enjoy because you're like, okay, well, we have an experienced Flash and a Flash who knows absolutely nothing and is learning on the, on the job, right? Right. Which is cool. It's cool to see both both versions, but at the same time, that I do agree with you, especially towards the the fight scene with Zod, where he's kind of like just teaching him, like, and a lot of those issues is just like, dude, like. It, it did become a little bit of like a, uh, okay. Like, I'm a, I'm a little over it. Like, he should be smart. He's supposed to be as yeah, smart, but is he? I guess not as smart because he's. Well,
2: maybe not that version of, of him because.
3: Well, he is he smart. Because he's he's
1: he doesn't have a mom to fuel his smartness or no. what? Maybe <laughs> or, he's just lazy. Oh, he has some, Oh, no, yeah. I'm saying or he has a model, so he's like more comfortable. Or he's
3: more coddled, yeah.
1: He definitely Absolutely. looks like a more coddled version of. Um, which is, this all sounds very like. Uh, gen x kind of thinking by the way yeah um like you need to be tough on that boy kind of thing um but no key though the the hard the hard knocks life barry allen that we know did have to learn a lot more through Mm. through all this suffering right Mm -hmm. and i would say a lot of that it humbled him my worry going into this movie not knowing exactly where they were going to go even though again, I knew the broad strokes,
0: yeah. is
1: that uh, the young Barry Allen would take up to be um, much more mischievous or much more carelessness. I mean, he was careless in the beginning especially, but like, in general, he was careless. But, I mean, much more than that. Like, much more of this freewheeling careless, like, I don't, like, not a sense of wanting to save people. Not a sense of, but I guess they both the same kind of I mean, I guess they're both more of the same person than than I gave them credit going into the movie because um, they both very much want to save people and don't want to kill anyone. So it kind of keeps it the same. Um, but I was, uh, I was like I'm saying, I was uh, I was dreading worse, is my point. Mm. <laughs> in a good or a bad way. It doesn't matter. It could be a bad, it could have been a worse thing if they put it in the movie, but it could have been more interesting if they did. I don't know. You know, there's there's a way to do it. So uh, I didn't know how far they were going to go with that. Um um, I think they did, um, they did miss something at the end when they were, I'm talking about the end now, where uh, they're going, they're in the, what realm is that, when they're in the time thing? Is there a name for that?
3: Fuck? Yeah, uh, fuck. Um, I don't think it's called fuck. No, 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 it's. Uh, time force, speed force, speedball. It's speed force, it's a speed force.
1: A speed, no, but I thought speed force was, was it, so it's like a speed force realm? Okay, whatever.
3: Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just sp- it's the, uh, the speed force ability over he's in tapping into the speed force and it's weird there's like the how they explain it but it is it's like the in between zones of everything right he gets to see like everything uh, it's like he's like the- stepping out of the realm to see mm. the realms in a weird way beyond
2: right? the thunderdome but beyond the speed force <laughs> mm.
3: but he is tapping in- it is the speed force technically and also to One of my gripes with it is that to tap into that speed force, you need a lot. And I get it, like they show the emotionals of like, oh, he's emotional, so he gets into it. But it actually takes out a lot of you. To get into that, to Speed Force kind of thing.
1: Yeah, especially more so when the movie kind of painstakingly shows you in the beginning how it needs to eat to continue. He was on going on critical. Right, and then
3: and later on in the well. movie, it's like just away.
1: Am, Yeah, it just goes away. And that's
3: a, that's, an, that's an annoying part of the movie for me, too. Yeah, Yeah, it's just weird. I mean, what, the I one thing is they never brought it up, but right.
1: another if they do and then they don't work on me, it.
3: Me personally, I would have loved it if he just ate the whole movie. Right. Just eat the whole time, and, it's, and you're right because they are like, listen, I'm working, like I'm eating the whole movie, and yeah. exp- I mean minus fights, but even after a fight, like you just see him going, like man, like I oh, like I just need to eat, like which makes sense. You're just spending all of this energy.
2: Like, well, weird. wouldn't that be like a Brad Pitt if he was the Flash? He's always eating in his movies. Well, they should have brought Brad Pitt as well. Flash.
3: <laughs> well, he probably charged too much.
1: Um, True.
2: Uh, although um, I like how they explain certain like aspects of his power, like oh yeah, you know you can't move people a lot or. You know, when you're doing well, this. And black. then he moved him.
3: Yeah, yeah. He said, What did <laughs> you do?
2: Cuts out. Right.
3: Well, it's because he moved him too fast, right? Because so when he moves it, notice the difference when, when at the beginning of the movie, when he moves the babies, he's lightly touching them. He's just a... a, a yeah, yeah, he's very, bat, gently right? very gently he's very nudging. Very precise. So really, he's just kind of like redirecting their path of how they're going to move, right? Everything's very nice and calm, right? As it's like progressive. Compared to when the other pair moves up, he just flat out moves them. You can't do that. His whole system is getting... Everything in there is getting moved. And that's why he just starts puking. It's so funny because he's like, what What did you do? <laughs> That well, it's it's funny. So, it's so funny because he knows that. Like, he knows, right. it's like, oh, my God, this is going to be so painful.
1: And, but, about oh, uh, right, I, right <laughs> I do like that, and I did like that that joke works for that reason. Yeah. Um, I just wish they didn't have to do those kind of, like, in, you know, details about the power for a joke or for a cool scene and rather just do it more consistently throughout the movie.
3: Yeah, so, I know. would have appreciated that as well. It but- is more like
1: law than it is a punchline. Yes. And that would have been more fun. Yes, uh, yes, I yes. think I would appreciate the but, movie.
3: But on. again, I get the movie's leading on a lot on like the, uh, original Allen. Yeah, right? no, it has
1: to move on. Yeah, right. It,
3: no, no, it, it leads on to the fact that this guy knows what he's doing. Expect it already. Like,
1: okay. I mean, two twenty-four and then minus credits, of course. Like, it's really not as long. I mean, going me wrong, it's still not a short movie. I'm not saying that. Uh, I, I'm also not saying it overstayed is welcome. I think that's a, a normal amount of time for me. For for the movie, I expected because most, a lot of these movies tend to be three hours nowadays. So like, no, no, no. I it wasn't me. longer. So, me too, me too. It could have been worse. I'm waiting for the Snyder cut. No, he's gone. Um, <laughs> hopefully, for good on this front, on DC stuff. Anyway, um, <clears throat> um, so what I was saying is that the Speed Force is what I originally asked. Um, when they're in the Speed Force at the end of the movie and obviously Barry discovers that he is this weird guy that stopped them originally to kick them out of the timeline that started this whole mess of uh, the multiverse or the spaghetti of timelines, let's call it. Spaghetti-verse. Um, spaghetti-verse. Um, uh, I feel like the movie doesn't really connect the dots. For I mean, I know what's going on, but like, doesn't really connect the dots with... Uh, what, what did the, the guy call him? Like a... Um, not a, it's not a wrinkle in time. That's a movie, That's a book. But um, they call it something uh, like a time nexus, like a nexus event. What, what do you call them? Oh, a canon event. No, no, he didn't call that either. He called it something in the fucking movie. I don't know, no, like I think that has to happen. We might as well call it a canon event. We're just gonna uh, call it that.
3: Did he call it a fixed point or a fixed event? A fixed or? point. Maybe it like a, fixed it's event. something that, right.
1: something that has to happen literally, every literally something
3: pilot. around that. Yeah, very much so. Yeah.
1: Right. I feel like they failed uh, in the audience. I think for audiences, they failed to connect the dots between the the fixed event that um, that he was pushed into, or you know that the that the. And wicked future of him, yeah, right? Yeah. The, the fucked up version of him pushed him into. Mm-hmm. And that the fixed event is actually him because, and I knew this right away because I saw it. When he took young Barry Allen to that lab, we would never be at the crime lab because he's not going to be a crime research assistant because his mother's not dead, by mm-hmm. the way. He never once thought of that in the whole movie. Never. It kind of bothered me. I never, never thought up to think that way. Um, it would really bother me, by the way. I would never do that. But anyway, it never bothered him, but he forces him to be, he force creates a flash mm-hmm. in the universe that wasn't supposed to have it. Have one, I mean. And then right. turn, like, obviously the the real gimmick of that is, like, to keep it going is that he gets it and not him, or he no. loses his powers. But that no, was...
3: I I, I, I got lost a little bit. He came back and he had no abilities, right? Oh, no, uh, he came back with abilities. Causal
2: loop. Causal loop. Really? That's what it's called? Uh, that's no. That's what it says on the wiki page. No, That's not it's what not. They call it. It's not what they call Causal it. Um,
3: paradox. It's not what they call it in the mo- in the movie. Um, I think listen, Fixed event sounds right. Yeah. So listen, no, no, no. When he came, when he came to Newberry's world, right?
1: Yeah. He had,
3: he, his, power. he had his powers, right? Yeah, yeah. It's when Barry gets his powers, he loses his powers, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. That lightning so, takes it away. That makes sense because there's only like one allotted person to be able to reach. Like it's almost like there's only one allowed Barry Allen at the moment, right? Or to be able to have to reach the the what's the speed force right and it's like the speed force has to choose you this is the problem the problem is there's so much information about the flash that if you don't know that's why you i was gonna say
1: that makes no sense because it seems to be like a scientific fluke that he was able to recreate in the very movie that with batman so 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 so
3: theoretically he should be able to have the ability still but he wouldn't be able to join he wouldn't be able to get on the speed force for the sheer fact that there's only one allowed per timeline because of like this ability thing so once he reaches the other timeline i think you have to do something else to like jumpstart you ch- to get you there in a weird way
2: so is it like green lantern there could only be one
3: no, that's not true. Green Lantern, there's gonna be so many of them. What are you talking what about?
2: It's like one per world or something. No, that's not true either. Quadrant,
3: if you don't know anything about Green Lantern, don't talk <laughs> about it. Like, I
2: know Ryan Reynolds is amazing acting, it's like it's They're the best Green Lantern. Oh, my head, he's is. the only there's, Green Lantern.
3: There can, there, there's supposed to be one per quadrant in a weird way, right? If you could say, it like I, that. I nailed it, quadrant, I barely yeah, know, but, it. but really, really, there could be 26 of them if they wanted to. The fucking ring chooses them, okay? Like. <laughs> does the ring
1: multiply have sex with other rings to make more rings to find more people
3: Where's yeah the, but, but is that's there a I one think. ring no uh for oh, one shit. of the lanterns there is I think no yeah, but I don't know which one
1: it's the purple one nailed it maybe um I mean I lost myself I, I knew about the quadrants and
3: that so <laughs> just, as far as I went I, just, I, I can't stand you guys
1: well he said he started it. I didn't say anything you know happened whatever
3: <laughs> Uh, fucking nerds That's Fucking nerds. Fine. well this um, I I sadly I'm the one who knows more about DC here but I barely know enough to hold my own you know like yeah, no I get it I once get it. I talk to somebody who actually knows about DC I'm just like if you say so, buddy. you
1: know. yeah yeah no, I understand <laughs> uh, it's like you listen to the whole album but once you know it's not like you memorized it um, where where Luke and I have only seen only heard the greatest hits of that album <laughs> you know, or whatever <laughs> if that if that um Although I am really glad I did see a shit ton of those DC movies when we we're doing our Batman marathon. marathon, uh, I am glad for that because I, I, then I got to refresh on a lot of shit. Anyway, moving on. So I feel like, as I was saying, is that I think they missed some dots there in explaining that with clarity. And the from that point, having all of these Superman timelines crashing into each other, I feel like what... what like that wasn't fully explained in the movie. Now, can you tell me what's going on there precisely? Is I mean, because I don't think the I mean the, the movie cinematically tries to show it to you. And I get what's going on. I get the impending doom timelines are fucking up because of what they're doing. I just don't know how one fucks up the other because of what they're doing. Like I don't know how that's clear. You know, I just know it was happening.
3: Oh, okay, right? why? Why are all the other timelines crashing?
1: Superman's timeline specifically.
3: They're also. Um... It's like every timeline has to happen. It's like in a weird way. It's like the. the it's kind of like the, how the Marvel timeline works. Their hmm. timeline is like this big. I know I'm just using my hands, and, but like a tree. It's, it, it, it's it, it, <laughs> the timeline is more like a rainbow, right? and it goes like that right and it's like Like a bridge of of colors right it goes to jodenheim right like that and it's all kind of connected right it goes to the next one and then the next one would be like the next branch of timelines if you could say that everybody's individual timeline if you look at it in that color aspect of the rainbow and Mm -hmm. it's the the color just gets a little bit the shade a little bit different as you keep going it's really the same color but it's not as until you know it's like oh wow that yellow is way more darker than the other yellow similar situation right all of that that's Marvels, right? DCs is um, they're all interconnected. So, like, if one timeline doesn't happen, it's like that can also like fuck up other timelines as well. Um, that's the perspective it kind of came out to. So, see that w- I don't think that was really well explained in the movie, right? So that's and- that's how I want to say that's how they explained it. I could be wrong. That's how yeah. they're taking it. Yeah, um, it's, so it's,
1: it's muddled. It's a muddled ending. I think
3: it, it is muddled. But the problem, the the reality is him being in that timeline. Fucks up the Superman thing in this timeline because Superman's supposed to exist, right? And yeah. not get caught or whatever the case was, or come into this. Well, place.
1: my understanding is that this universe that uh, Barry Allen visits, the one with our Michael Keaton universe, right? Yeah, it's um, it was doomed to fail. Like that—that that was a timeline where Earth was supposed to be destroyed, right? That's what the movie says, and that's what I was understanding because Superman was caught before even Barry Allen was born.
3: Yeah, in space or, and shit. Yeah, right, he's right, older, he's much older, according to what right. they say. Yeah,
1: all right. So, like, already it was gonna be a doomed ex- like thing anyway. It was gonna be retrofitted to be, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Zod's Krypton.
3: land, Krypton,
1: yeah, Krypton 2. Yeah. What about Nicolas Cage? I mean, okay, no, I mean, if you want to talk to Fluff stuff, we can talk Fluff. It, I'm just uh, trying to figure out the, the universe stuff.
3: It's more like <laughs> since he since he fucked that timeline up. Yeah, because he's the catalyst of the reason of the timeline fucking up, yeah. not how it was supposed to happen. All the other timelines are crashing amongst each other because they're not like it's a like gravity out. force. Like, it's they're like yeah, they're not. Thing. They're not. They're not. They're not doing what they were supposed to be doing. And then okay. the whole reason at the very, very end, if you notice, there is no Aquaman timeline. Have you noticed? Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. they show everybody else, like everybody else except for Aquaman, kind of thing. I I don't think they saw Green Lantern either, but they show. They don't show Aquaman because the reason is that there's only one Aquaman movie. Probably. <laughs> so, and that's the no, that's the reason for the end when he's talking to him at the very end and yeah. the spoilers at the very end end credits, and he's like, yeah. So all these things crashed because you know all these like, there's so many things going on. There's so many Sa- Supermans and Supermans. Uh, the do mm. He's like, there's just only one of you, dude. He tells him, there's only one of you. This. There's, there's yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. No. There's yeah. Only you. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I don't know if that was
1: like just like they were just having a talk. It wasn't like a, I don't know how serious I have to take it. But yeah, oh, it's right, like,
3: it's like a that. nod it's like a nod
2: to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh to the memonus. Uh all right, all right, all right. I'll buy that. I will buy that. Uh, that sounds like
2: a lot of nerd shit. Well, that's
1: just what we what, we're, what we're reviewing, you know? That's, that, um that's, that's what mentioned. it is. I know, I'm just saying. This is the, this is the version of uh the huddle ball up a pipeline conversation. Um so, cameos. Okay, yes, Nick Cage. You know why
2: that was there? Anybody remember Yes, he was cast as a Superman, but that movie never came to fruition. Correct. That's why I was so surprised that they actually did that. And he was fighting a fucking giant spider. Wow. That was the scariest yeah. thing in that movie. We're,
3: were you surprised by that? Because they bring up uh, Stoltz as Marty McFly. Yeah, oh, right. God, yeah, we, should, we shouldn't right.
1: be surprised with and that And then, people.
3: like, Michael J. Fox. Oh, the guy from Footloose? And we thought that was kind of we just oh my god still. that was kevin bacon you mean the guy from top gun like
1: what is Dude, that on? conversation blew my mind i wanted to keep track I, I, of what I, they meant
3: who, who was his, playing who his reactions like yeah. the continuation of the reaction like what is going on this is all wrong <laughs> <laughs> none of these actors should be in these roles so tom
1: cruise was not footloose <laughs> kevin bacon was not top gun eric Stoltz. You no know, michael J. fox was J.
3: fox was, was footloose
1: yeah god damn it see I'm already lost <laughs>
3: Michael J. Fox was foot loose. Kevin Bacon's in Top Gun. Yeah, um, and then uh, they mentioned Tom Cruise was in something else they, that wasn't, they did wasn't it, in But it. I forgot. I didn't see the, I didn't get the last part.
1: Mm, well. yeah. That's funny.
3: I <laughs> had a tattoo of it though.
1: <laughs> yeah, of <I've> Eric Stoltz.
3: <laughs> Eric Stoltz, so
1: funny. Man, I. I mean, I would like to see it, but I think Michael J. Fox is better. No offense to Eric Stoltz. Um,
3: <laughs> so did they? That's what they hired. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I mean that's that's called a foreshadowing. They, they gave you that joke to foreshadow the Nicholas Cage bit,
3: right? You know? Right, exactly.
1: Um, but they, they brought back our, our the OG Spider Man, of course.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Spider Man! It's fucking Superman, Jesus! They all sound the same to me. Superman, and um, they didn't. Uh, uh, they didn't bring back, of course. Uh, what's the actor the actual last Superman we had? I forget them all, man. I know they didn't bring back. Uh, the Superman Henry from the two thousands, Henry Cavill, and Henry Cavill. They didn't bring those. Uh, well, they did actually. They did have a little bit of a thing from the original movies, right? Like a flashback thing. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, part but of that they didn't bring
3: Henry Cavill back. I don't know why they hate Henry Cavill so much.
1: Uh, no, they don't hate Henry Cavill. It's just that they
2: they, they don't want to pay him.
1: Uh, well, no, they just want to move on. And then someone else from beyond that power group, you know, in in Black Adam, like said, like, "Hey, why don't you bring in this guy for like this?" Uh, stinger thing you know right in the midst of this deal breaking out whether we're going to change heads of state for dc yeah and like um, and they couldn't stop it it was too late in sound theaters and like oh henry cavill we didn't mean to fucking give you that um that kind of notion that you're coming back and shit you know so they have to walk it back it sucks no it sucks for (laughs) it sucks for just henry cavill (laughs) just for cavill i'm just saying that it didn't seem nefarious Is my point Mm. um yeah, but funny stuff. Uh, well, now, let's get into our the real talk here because I really, my most interesting thing about this movie for me going in is that I've seen Michael Keaton come back. And what do we think? Does he still have it? Michael
3: Keaton? Yeah. Fuck yeah. He's he's goddamn Batman. The guy was hiding in a cupboard.
1: <laughs> but yeah, he was. But he has an element of Guto surprise. Guto really yeah. did
3: have an element of surprise.
1: <laughs> yeah. pseudo moves on that guy. Yeah. Um, I mean that was a, clearly a stunt the way they filmed it, but uh, it was. Uh, my my point is that you guys buy this old man, old man River Batman, uh, going up against these aliens and going up against the Russians and
2: uh, all that stuff that they show. I mean, we'd spend some time with him for a second. I thought they were going to do a Red Sun thing, though, with the Superman.
3: I really thought so too, and, and I, I was like, I if so she's
2: too. stuck in Russia since like day one, how does she speak English?
1: Well, TV's still American. Not in not in Soviet Russia. Just saying. It must have been.
3: <laughs> you watch Fraser all day long.
1: <laughs> For all I know, this timeline doesn't have Soviet Russia. I like the way you're thinking. Mm-hmm. You don't know shit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, it's still pretty violent and pretty fast with the gun and all that. They, sh- they sure look like...
3: I, uh, I dug it. I dug it. I even dug his ascot.
1: Yes. Yeah, I was like, is that an ascot? Mm-hmm. um no i i dug it too i think uh when he especially when he fights that big guy and he's oh man when they they there's so many like little nods first of all my little not like they have uh his bat wing uh against the moon just yeah. like in the original movie and they also bring back danny Elfman's score which i'm sure you got a pretty penny for yeah. that um, which I love that Danny Alfman's score is my is my essential Batman. Yeah, theme. It is me
3: too. Me too. I, mm-hmm. I just like Danny Alfman's going like, so you need my work again, hey? <laughs>
2: look who came crawling back.
1: Yeah, and I was like, dude, that was a really exhilarating because it's been that long since. So I mean, it's ID one is when I'm a Wikiman. Um Yeah, it's uh, also it, was, it felt also such a,
3: it felt like a nod to. Uh, young Frankenstein and anything with Ben Franklin, like just I thought when he put the kite up, I was like, "Oh is my god, my that, guy that kite was, hilarious. was like, what that was happen?
1: funny, that was funny." The audience was, laughed on that one.
3: I really, they really did. It was so, yeah. it was so funny though. It was just that like, was
1: like really ridiculous, but like ha, you know, but like well, it's like
3: Batman wearing Batman underwear. Yeah, and you're like, exactly. hey, come on, like,
1: and having you know, like uh, Batman toilet paper and Batman, you know, lunchbox, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Batman, Batman no flame thrower, right? yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yeah, I thought that all that was pretty cool. I mean, it's a great way to bring back and having Michael Keaton really play this role up again, but also not be, you know, quintessential in any way to any ongoing set of property movies or projects. Um, he's a, it's a one and done scenario. Yeah. It does kind of feel a little sad that the Batman we saw from Catwoman and fighting Penguin and Joker, the Jack Nicholson Joker, of course, is a from doing all this stuff is that, you know, 30 years later, an alien comes to the world and destroys it anyway. <laughs> but he does say that Gotham doesn't need him anymore. It's like a safe place now. That was kind yeah, of cool. See, one of, like the, a, one of the actual good. success stories here, <laughs> right? And especially when you compare his old, scar- his old car and his, the, the old Batwing to, because we see Ben Affleck in action as well. In uh, in the opening of this movie and the first act of uh, the Flash, we see Batman in, his, uh, in the militarized version of it, where like he's a running gunner and shit, and that cool shield and his um, the little little night guard uh, the guard things he pulls up on his bike while they were shooting at him. That was really cool. I like that a lot, yeah. and the way he uh, is changes to do quick turns and shit on his bike. Mm-hmm. All that very different style of Batman we get to see in one movie. Yeah, um, but I thought it was really cool. All right. Anything else on the Flash Boys? No. Um, I well, the I'm mother thing. What well, the mother angle? Did that was it hitting for you guys? Did it work? Especially no, it, wor- it, like, worked it worked 100%.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It worked hundred percent. Yeah, The just makes... tomato
1: can thing. That was um, that was nifty.
3: Yeah. Was, well, it's it's it. it's interesting to see because you know, like I think, I think everyone thought in the like, how is he going to go about it to fix his life? Is he going to stop the killer? Is he gonna uh, stop the intruder right from from killing her? Is he gonna get the dad home in time to be there? Is he gonna what is he what is he doing right? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh well, I'll just and it's a simple fix. Like I'll just have her have the tomato can. Yeah, dad's home. No one ever comes in. We're golden. Right. And that's exactly what happens. Right. And it's just like it's a it's a simple little fix that you're like oh okay that's a good way to go about it and it's cool to see that those little fixes right
1: yeah um, w- would it have worked if he was never knocked out of place
2: maybe
3: i don't know Hmm.
2: maybe they'll address that in the snyder cut
3: what i did want to bring up to this is that the reason this world fails is because they don't have a justice League.
1: Um, yeah in many ways for sure
3: i mean so because they don't have a justice league they're never going to be prepared they don't have a superman either which is a big deal but like they don't have a not having the justice league is a big deal like
1: she, yeah, she, I mean, we get a super um, woman for sure, but like she's on day one with just getting the power. Like, it's not
3: exactly like. Exactly, right? She yeah. puts up a fight, but really not much, you know? Yeah. What are you
1: going to do? Yeah, I wish um, they showed more on that fight. I mean, they, they, cause they show kind of a one sided way of uh, Zod not losing per se, but not winning either.
0: Yeah.
1: But they kind of, I, I was like toying with her. Like, I feel like um, the dynamics really just went with Batman in The Flash, which yeah. is interesting.
2: I just hope I never have to see Zod again or I'm Michael Chan kind of cool. as Zod
1: why you don't like that?
2: no it's just it's done it's been done i think even he's sick of his uh, snyder shit. yeah he's just yeah. like god damn every time he gets a call from like the dc people he's like god no. what now what now
3: yeah there's a lot of nods to if you know anything about the Flash. It's like the the costume when he's chopping off the 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 fucking uh off the cowl yeah, yeah. the <laughs> right um yeah. and him kind of looking like a, a flash villain, which uh, I forget the flash villain's name already. And yeah, it looks mm-hmm. just and it looks just like him, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, you know, things of that nature. Yeah, I, I get, it. I got a whiff of that too. When
2: you I like how they showed the old school, like the World War Two type of fl- or World War One type flash. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that was a good one. I want to see that movie.
3: Yeah, and it's yeah because they're they're all tapped in. Again, it's the whole thing about this is the time force. He's in the or the speed, speed force. force. He's all tapped in. The moment you tap into the Speed Force, any any other Flash that's ever tapped into the Speed Force, you're, like, connected. Mm-hmm. And it's it's weird. It's like this. But you have to, It's like this. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's, they just don't. They don't explain it because it's sh- very fucking nerdy. Like, it's, uh, it's so out there that it's just it took Flash, the show, like, three or four seasons for them to pull that out. Which made sense, because you're like, okay, at least we have like four seasons of us believing this guy that already doing all this shit. Yeah.
2: Um, for right. the Speed Force, I thought once you're in the Speed Force, you could like take away people's speed so they could essentially become... They can't move. Wasn't uh, that like a thing
1: of power? Thing. I don't know. Could be. He uh, <laughs> listened to the album once, Luke. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, uh, anyway but the the emotional connection the uh, the hook of the movie being the mother and stuff in that supermarket scene I thought it really worked too. Um and I thought it was pretty well delivered I thought it was pretty cool.
3: I honestly um, thought they were going to go with he's going to have to kill his mom though. Dude that would
2: have been fucked
3: cuz like in order for it to happen like how do I how do I I fucked this all up already, right? Nah, I don't think you'll ever do it. Well, because well, the issue is, like, how many times oh, did I, I go see. back to stop myself? Did I already go back and put the Oh, no, I thought, thought you were going to say. you reveal. Off, then I put it back. Then I could have... Bu- so the point where, like, I'm killing my own mom at the end, so, like, make right. sure she dies.
1: So, like, no, I thought you were going to say.
3: <laughs> That's funny.
1: That sounds like a... A fucked up Benny Hill thing going on, a back and forth. Yeah. Um. No, I thought you were going to say like I thought they were going to reveal that he's the one who originally killed his mother to save
2: the timeline. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> I mean we don't him. know. That could be in the Snyder Cut.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. A, came,
1: okay. Now I'm done with the review. Right. <laughs> um. Anything else on the Flash?
3: Uh, <laughs> no, man. It's a really good movie. Everyone should watch it if you're into yeah. these type of movies. Um.
2: Why wasn't Val Kilmer as Batman?
1: Yeah, he sucked. Like, Wow. Sick, bro. bro That's I too dark.
2: Yeah.
1: Jesus. I'm just saying it for the, some people know. don't know that. you know. Yeah, Mad
2: respect. I wish they would have brought him in, though.
1: No, not mad respect. You wouldn't have said that joke.
2: Opposite
1: of mad respect. <laughs> uh... More like happy disrespect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyway. I'll let you coin that one. No, you're the one who fucked up. Remember that. Anyway, we're going to end our review there. Uh, Take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our second movie, another superhero multiverse thing, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Stay with us. Miles Morales catapults across the multiverse where he encounters a team of spider people charged with protecting its very existence. When the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles must redefine what it means to be a hero. This is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, written by Phil Lord, Chris Miller, and Dave Callahan. Uh, I love the Lord and Miller pro- project, by the way. Um, directed by Joaquin Dos Santos, M. Powers, and Justin K. Thompson. This, mil- this movie is an uh, animated film, of course. Animated features, stars a lot of people. A lot, a lot of people. Um, Shamik Moore, Haley Steinfeld, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Luna Lares Vélez. Luna Luna Loudon, I guess, probably. Jake Johnson, of course, um, from that one thing. Uh, Oscar Isaac's in this movie. Issa Rae's in this movie. Schwartzman, Daniel Kaluuya, Karen Sony, Gretchen Lee, Shay Wiggum as a father. Maharshala Ali's in this movie. Amanda Stenberg, Andy Sandberg, Jack Quaid. A lot of people are in this movie, a lot of different voices. Uh this is uh obviously a sequel to um Spider Man into the Spider Verse or in, into or Enter. Into, right? Hmm. Into. Uh, into, right? Not enter. Yeah, right? into. Right. Okay. I think I was thinking mixing enter the void in my head mm-hmm. or something.
3: Uh, across the spider? This is a cross, but yeah, the other one's into. Yeah.
1: This one's into. Right. This is a
3: cross. Right.
1: Okay. <laughs> right. You go into something too, then cross it and then go beyond it. I think is the issue here. So um we have been on a streak on the show lately, I'm mention it now, where not only have we lately, last few shows, have been taking solid picks in the film reviews. Like they've all been either hits or even great hits, like, you know, one or the other. Um but also not on purpose necessarily, um, they've all had connections between each other. Um this one is... This week's show is, obviously, is that we're doing two superhero movies, but that's not enough. But they both deal with the multiverse, is what they're really Yep. About, right? Yep. Uh, both divergently different properties, right? Different comic books, stylings entirely. But, uh, but still, they both deal with the same issues, let's say, of... Um, <laughs> and they both tackle them way differently. Cannot be said any further. So, I think today... I'm going to start with Luke on this one. Wait, didn't I start with you last time?
3: No, I I went
1: last time. Luke,
2: what did you think of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? It was amazing, and it was very visually pleasing. Mm. All the different art styles, and it's just amazing how how they pulled it off again. Obviously, the first one was great. This one, they even took it a couple steps further. Yeah, which is like, how? How? Right. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of animators a lot of animators yes and a lot of different styles of animating as well and just combining all of that at the same time it's just fucking nuts yeah uh story wise yeah it was a good story it's definitely it's, it's a setup for a uh, part 2 that's gonna be coming out sometime I don't know when hopefully we'll have to wait as long as we did for this one I mean we're on a writer's strike so I don't know <laughs> uh, that's right that's going on fuck I hope they don't heroes this shit
1: no well, it was not a TV show so there's that that's a, that's a plus. So it's only you can just wait longer. Ah. I'm saying they could just wait until wait. Right. So right, that's always well, a positive.
2: Um, you know, definitely a great one. Uh, probably better than the first one.
1: Hmm. Good. All right. That's and uh, yeah. Um. Ghost Spider Gwen. Ghost Spider. Yeah, huge fan of Spider Gwen. Um, and this one too. Um, yeah, I really, really like this movie. I, I told, but well, Raf and I saw it together. Did all three of us see it together? Or no, just you it'd be and you movie? and Danny. Danny. Um we were talking about afterwards man we were like blown away by this movie coming out of the theater and we were like I don't know how they made this movie so perfect um that's how I felt coming out of the theater do I still feel that way now given a week and change like 10 days uh, after the fact yeah i do i gave it a five star it is five stars in my opinion it it's um it has nearly everything i could ever want from a superhero movie um i know a lot of people would say that what they're missing is a live-action component, of course. But, we, I mean, although it does have that in one scene, you know, with, um, what's his face, uh, Donald Glover. Um, but that, that was fun. that's that, that's not what I mean. Obviously, it's not what people mean by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, no, I am super excited and happy that we have, and this is PG, granted, but an adult, I don't want to say an adult because it is adult, but it, is, it isn't. It's PG. It's for kids, too. I mean, there are a lot of kids in that movie there. Um, mm-hmm. It is... Uh, It is an excellently well-made – an American, too, because obviously other countries do adult animated movies all the time. But it's just – it's so rare to embrace uh, a great adult animated movie that could work for anyone, I mean, um, that is this good. And that is being also um, – it's also reflected in the sales and the outcry for how great the movie is as well, online and everywhere. Uh, I'm really – I'm glad that this might be a – a stepping stone for more great animation in the the upcoming generation. It could be.
0: Mm.
1: And this could be the one kind of movie that kind of helps that along. So on top of the movie being really excellent, watchable, entertaining as fuck, emotional as hell, and Easter egg heaven, by the way, it also does a lot of wonders for animation. The very styling is the very medium it lies on. And, it lays on? Lies on. And um, and I think it's it's amazing. And uh, the first movie into the Spider-Verse was uh, not the first of its kind or anything, but it's the first hit of its kind to blend different animation styles in one movie. And you, like you look said, this one seems to step it up forward, uh, step it up from that point. And somehow, somehow they do it. I don't know what's going to be the third one, but I can't wait to see it. It's now my most highly anticipated movie coming out in the next few years. It's now that. And maybe Dune 2, you know. Um, Duner? Duner. right? Reno. the third one. Um, I really love this movie. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to spoil anything yet, but like I, my impressions are that it's fantastic. Um, I love where they take this character. I love where they take the mythos of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. like this movie... Uh, is a tower on the groundwork and the cement flooring and the foundation of so many successful and failed attempts at Spider-Man over the decades that it only exists as a build-on. It's building on so many other people's interpretations, even the original interpretation of Spider-Man. And I love where it takes it. I love how it has respect for it. Also, at the same time, and it has a very light-hearted, a light touch to it, while it's being heavy-handed with uh, not heavy-handed, but heavy with its emotional, um, you know, groundwork. So, yeah, Raf, what did you think of this movie?
3: Yeah, I'm mirroring a lot of what uh, very similar reaction what you had is just uh, I felt spoiled watching this movie. I was like, this is <laughs> right. It's such a phenomenal Spider-Man movie, and I never thought I'd be in that in that case where I've i would be so spoiled with amazing Spider-Man movies and m- Sony must be just like I'm smoking cigars like uh, uh, <laughs> every, lighting them with uh, $100 yeah, bills like lighting them up with, you know, comic uh, Spider-Man 1 comic books or something, you know, like wow. anything, yeah. right? <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it feels like that cuz they're doing so well and they're treating the IP so great and they're just like, oh man, and they have the right people treating this right um miles morales wants to steal everyone's heart as the best spider-man out there you know like eh, also embo- instead of embodied, spider-man yeah
1: game too the I man. Right, right
3: exactly you're embodying everything spider-man is up you know uh, values all these things and everything else like yeah. that and that's i mean that's crazy when you think about it right um so it just it feels so great. The characters there's so much to the character, so much to Miles its himself, I um, adding on from into the into the Spider Verse into this movie. Uh, and it's just they they're doing such a great job of character growth. Um, yeah, showing you all these other Spider Mans and no other Spider Man it feels bad. Like the everything has like their own version of it and it's so phenomenal. Um, I heard about the and there's not really as much of a spoiler because there's going to be everything Spider-Man. That Lego Spider-Man one is made by like a 14-year-old kid.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that.
1: You know that's, uh, that tower, the Daily Bugle Lego one? That's uh-huh. an actual Lego you can buy. Oh, no shit. Sure. They use all like Legos you can actually purchase, especially the Daily Bugle one. Yeah, he, actual he did
3: all of that. They hire hired that kid. He's a Canadian kid. Like, really? Yeah, they, they hired him. They're like, yeah, we wanted you to do this for us. That's crazy. And that's because it's very interesting, very cool. Um, so, so yeah, but the, all the stuff that they do with all the characters, every Spider Man is so unique, but at the same time, they all embody what a Spider Man is. What what is Spider Man, right? Who, what you do, what you you know, you put everything forward. And it's just a, it's just a, such a cool movie, man. Um, and it's just the way yeah it's- we're living we're really in the era of the multiverse. Yeah, and it's so cool because I love yeah. how every universe is also so unique. It's like the same and unique at the same. It, you know like Gwen's world for example is so so much more different and colorful but also lack of color and you know it is just lack shows, of detail lack of detail of uh, of background details but when it comes to emotions it shows and you're, you, you bring up these emotions and you see the color into it and it's so cool that you see the, the you know other other spider mans verses, is just like how technologically you know advanced they are and how uh, how very very uh, on point everything looks and you know, and then you see Miles' world and every every world feels so unique in its own yeah. way. And uh to the watercolor Spider Gwen world is so cool. Right. And it's just it. it's just so cool. There's so much going on in this movie. And like I can watch this movie probably like I, I feel like this is like a back to the future kind of rewatch of type of movie where you could probably watch it over and over again and you're gonna keep catching new things every time. It's mm-hmm. one of those movies and I'm like, that's phenomenal. And I love it, man. I, I I really did feel like like man, I'm so spoiled right now. It's <laughs> so so good. Um yeah, I, I had a fun time. This is a five star for sure. Me too. On that same boat as you said. Um mm-hmm. I actually love one of my favorite parts of the movie is um what's the other what's the the Spider Man that they go to? The the uh, the, movie, get the World man. Yeah, the Indian one, yeah.
2: Oh, I love Moon it. It's like, Moon ha- it's like Mumbai. They were trying it's to Moon say Manhattan.
3: Manhattan yeah, Mumbai. Yeah, exactly. Mumbai Hatties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. That I love great. that world. And I love that Spider-Man too. And how like, how it felt tropey, but at the same time, he felt so unique at the same time. And I was like, dude, yeah. this is so great. It's it's just done so well. At first, you're like, oh, this is going to be really bad. It could be really bad. And you're like, nope, it's just, this is just everything you needed to be. You know, I was like, oh, man, this is so cool. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So uh, much like the flash review, we're gonna be dealing. <clears throat> sorry, got something. We're gonna be dealing a lot with the same, um, like the consequences of our choices. It seems to be a, a big part of it, and I think in uh, unlike flash, I think in Spider Man, across the Spider Verse specifically, they really deal with the weight of those decisions, mm-hmm. and oh uh, they or at least they question it and they go into them. And obviously, it's not fully done. This is a part one. This is part of a trilogy. <clears throat> uh, this one and the next one being much more tied together than the than, than the last one. In this one, is right. I mean. um, very much like Back to the Future trilogy, I would say, because part two that also ends in a big ass cliffhanger, where right, you need part three to solve it. Um, uh, also, The Matrix. Well, wow, there's a few of those movies, mm-hmm. aren't there? <laughs> Matrix two also huge cliffhanger. Um, uh, I I wanna say I mean I haven't seen the third one yet, but this might be the best out of all those. Damn. Um. Yeah, and I found this movie really fascinating because it goes into a lot of the the nerdy fucking uh, time, you know, universe spending way. It, it does spend a lot of time in that, as well as also entertain you with other things, and also keeping everything emotionally to its core like like this movie is test it's asking audiences to go beyond what you think a Spider Man is or should be mm-hmm. to what even storytelling is supposed to be. Like do you actually want it asks questions like do you want your characters to suffer so they can do the actions that you find entertaining? And it goes and it asks those questions to your face and to the Miles Morales he's like fuck you, no and um mm-hmm. and it goes and it goes beyond that right and it's um it's fascinating seeing a movie really take full force of the it's almost like you can't even make a what's that uh, Ryan Reynolds dc property that he's in that's not green lantern What's the other one um deadpool deadpool i feels like deadpool feels so archaic now
3: right like and it felt so, so it felt so uh, it felt like fresh so and, nice. and fresh yeah exactly right.
1: Yeah, it felt fresh, not unique, but yeah, it was fresh, and it's like fourth wall breaking shit. This, that's nothing compared to this movie. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It is nothing. I don't know what Deadpool 3 will be like. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm hoping for all the movies to be great, but like, you know, just like, I don't know. Like, that's high bar. I think this is what this movie did for superhero movies. And lore and everything, it did, what it did is that it set an astonishingly high bar. And um, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what Marvel even is going to do. in gen- Like Marvel Studios, Disney, whatever. I don't know what they're going to do with their movies. Because they're kind of floundering with their multiverse movies, by the way. Mm. Um, yeah. You know? And I don't know. I mean, Loki was good. But like that was just the start. And it's not looking that great right now. Um, and obviously, DC just got the Flash. We just talked about it. But that was his first. And that was really it. You know? They haven't done much more. And they're not going to continue, really. They're going to do a different thing entirely. Um I'm interested to see how these kind of like artists and companies and groups kind of like tackle on each other because this one just had a really high bar. Um, Anything you want to talk about before we get into spoilers? I'm not saying I'm aching for spoilers, but I am aching for details Mm. on some stuff here. Details, yes. um, Me
2: too. Yeah. Yeah, Um,
1: You guys are. What what look?
2: No, I guess it would probably be in the
1: spoiler category. Okay, then we'll go to it right now. Okay, so spoilers yeah. for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, starting right now. Uh, what did you have, Luke? What were we going
2: to say? It's at the very, very end. So, so let's, go ahead and the, uh, the, let's talk about other. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. the whole canon, like the canon events. Yeah, that they we're talking
1: about. That's why uh, you were confusing with the flash. I think so. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, I was, I was making, I was saying that on purpose because of the Flash. Oh, okay. Well, wow. like, they both have things that have to happen. When I'm happen. talking about the Flash, I'm talking about the Flash. Yeah, okay, I well, know. Mm-hmm. It was just funny. Yeah. Anywho, uh, I don't know. I felt like there's something that we don't know that I think that the that Punk Rock Spider Man knows. That's hmm. why he's like very enabling of everything. That's I don't think going he's Punk
1: Rock. I think he's going against the establishment, which is He is, but I don't know. But it seems
2: like <laughs> the Vampire Spider Man. Yeah. Like you probably don't need to have these canon events to be a spider a proper Spider Man. And I guess mm-hmm. we'll probably see in the next movie, but we'll see. I mean I I mean, yeah,
1: that and coupled with the fact that he's in a different he's in the universe of the of the spider that bit him. Yeah. Right. The place without a Spider Man. Exactly. Yeah. The place where he is uh the probably. Prowler.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah. That is uh super fascinating. I hope they spend a good time there because I want to see where that goes. I think they will. But I mean, I'm just guessing that. though. I have no idea. That's heavy.
2: There's
1: That's that some heavy shit. That is that – is, imagine meaning like – it's like meeting Nega, uh, you know, what's her name? Nega um, Neg- Pilgrim, Nega Scott, right? Yeah. It's like meeting that guy. Um, but you actually have to deal with him. And it's not like, oh, we're going to go out for waffles later. You know, it's a real issue. Um, and I love how they brought Maharshala Ali back because, uh, you know, Parker was killed in the in, into the Spider-Verse. He was part of his, it was part of Miles Morales's origin story, right? Great. In understanding tragedy and understanding the, the value of human life and also so many things. But um, that's super, super fascinating by that. Um, what do you want to talk about, Rafa, specifically in spoilers that you want to get into? Like anything particularly jumps out to your mind?
3: Oh uh, No, I mean the the whole spoiler for me. The I guess that I would. It's it's the f- the fact that he he when he explains everything, and this is like when he's explaining everything to them about how they all have these these canon points, right? And I am like, yeah, they all happen to all every every Spider Man, right? But they does he say every Spider Man or does he say every Peter Parker, right? I don't know.
1: Uh, I think they say every Spider-Man because Gwen obviously is not. Right,
3: so but this is like and I, right, right. So, this is like every Spider-Man, but the, 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 the issue here is like how since it happened to him and like it's almost like forced happening to him, but also like we don't we also don't know that because he's not from, he's never supposed to be able to do these things. And that like big spoiler right there is when you find out that he's He's not even—he got a spider from somewhere else. He's never supposed to be Spider-Man. Miles is never supposed to exist in this technically realm, right? Or Miles Morales as Spider-Man.
1: Um, Why isn't everyone blaming uh, the bad guy from the first movie? Exactly, so, right? Uh, Fisk, right? Fisk Wilson Fisk, Fisk. I don't know. Why are they blaming that guy? He bade the machine that brought the spider. Yeah, I don't
3: know. I don't know. But that's <laughs> right. like one of the things that you're just like, I I don't get it. But There is something uh, uh, really amazing
1: and wonderful, really, to think about when you think of uh, Miles Morales, because he he turns invisible. He has a shock thing already, two very um, unique things. Yeah, really you, yeah unique things. that that no Spider-Man, even the pregnant Spider-Man with the motorcycle had it or the punk rock one or the the, the blood-sucking one. I forgot all these Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. And I know they're all based on real comic books. Everything's based on something real. Um. Even Porker, uh, Peter Porker, Peter right? Porker. Yes. Yeah. Um. Even all that. I mean, like they all—they're all different for sure. But the the vast differences of Miles Morales is 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 too vast. Is what this organization saying. This is the sit- By the way, if Rick and Morty didn't exist, would we get this? By the way. What do you mean? Ooh. You know, Rick and Morty has gotten so much of these. Uh, like in their episodes, the Citadel of Ricks is a Citadel of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, I'm just curious as to see how how much that show has inspired a lot of uh of today's writers in their scripts because like it's I mean there's some pretty like high high sci fi stuff in that show. It's all farts and dick jokes too, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's also super high concept shit in one episode. Right. You know? And I feel like they got a lot from brick and morty in this show. I just I just find that fascinating to see how much to think about how much that show may may, may have inspired this, as well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is serious, right? This is a serious, so to speak, uh, character you know portrayal of a thing. But like, Enrico and and Morty is both serious and very much not. Um,
3: yeah, but it's like the Simpsons effect kind of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is like the Simpsons effect. How I many? Yeah, you could say that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I would say that it doesn't insp- me. Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Um, I just find that fascinating. Because it's an ongoing show. It's, uh, but it's ongoing for like ten years now. You know. Um, anyway, sorry, I, I lost my point where I was going with that. Um, who remembers hmm. um, the
3: inspired thing from Rick and Morty?
1: Yeah. Before that, I lost myself oh, when sorry, I said man. that. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Luke, what was your favorite aspect of this uh, film? Would you say?
2: Oh, I. Uh, just the different animation styles clashing at the same thing, and how, especially like the first one where you see the uh, Spider Gwen fighting the Vulture, but he's like, That's, "That was right like, sounds Vinci, Vulture, Da, da Vinci Roll Vulture or whatever." Yeah, I was right. like, but he "Holy was, shit!"
3: He saw
1: how he worked. He was drawing yeah. like versions, like atom, uh bombs to yeah. replicate. And then you, it was a that was a crazy item. That was cool. That was like a, yeah. a one-off scene, but that was really cool.
2: Yeah, that was. I want to see more of that yeah that was it was just like I, a very yeah. uh, like a stark it's contrast
1: so, it's yeah it's stark contrast it's very it's unique as fuck I, I, I'd i never seen that before never would have envisioned that I don't even know how to start that how do you start that I have no idea <laughs> you know yeah how do you start that concept I have no idea I love when movies make me think that way because you know, you know let's, let's face it very few do um, and uh, like Roth I also feel uh, very much spoiled by all this great multiverse stuff I mean, I, you know for you know, we got uh, the live action multiverse perfectness of everything everywhere all at once, and uh, we have this one. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it just adds to it, man. It just like it's it,
3: only a year apart those two yeah, movies. Yeah, one of my one of my th- favorite things is um, how Spider Man and in, not inspires, but clearly, clearly influences. That's the word influences, uh, or Miles Miles influences his dad as Spider Man. And since he doesn't know it's him, mm-hmm. um, his dad uses that also, like, well, this and this guy's a hero. This guy I consider him like almost right. like a coworker, right? Almost like a yeah, one right? right. right. Um in that first movie he hated Spider Man. He hated Spider Man, right. But now yeah. he's like, You're not a necessary thing, but you are like, yeah, when it comes to these things, we can't do that. And you are you are needed, right? Not unnecessary evil. I meant to say, just you are necessary. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: a great sight gag when Spider-Man and uh, who's fighting? Was it a Vulture at that time? Yeah, it was Vulture in the beginning. It was Vulture. Uh, they're fighting and they jump out. They're in that construction zone, yeah. and the dad's like, "Oh, he's fighting Spot. Um, Spot, he's fighting Spot. Spot, Spot." That's what I thought. Like, I don't think it was a Vulture. Uh, Spot, and uh, they're fighting in this construction place, and the dad's like about to jump onto this thing, and like, "Oh yeah," and it, and it cuts to him just going downstairs because he's not
2: gonna jump. Yeah, exactly. No, that's, but, that is still not him. That's still not gonna jump, right? right
3: and uh but there is there is those but then later on he's talking about it he's like maybe we you should do this and he uses his words to his own son like to he wants to like yeah. his own words like we should you know let him grow his wings or let him spread his wings or whatever kind of mm-hmm. thing. and he says it, he says yeah. it to his wife that he's gonna say to his son if his son was there yeah. um and it's just like he gotta be in spanish too right right and it's it's cool. But also, that aspect of it too. There's a moment where, and I, you know, that's like, that's a tying moment for, for at least for me, I'm sure for you, all too. Oscar, since we're both Latino.
2: But wait, you're Latino. Anyways,
3: that's a yes.
2: <laughs> so
3: the uh, oh God. so like that that scene where his mom's like, "You got to do better. You got to show for all of us. You got to do all these things." That's a big thing in the Latino community of like, mm-hmm. you know, like. We came here, or we're here, and we struggled for you, kind of thing, you know. And you got to do better, and all this stuff. And those mm, conversations, always that, oh, that guilt. But the way I would they, say that's an immigrant thing. But yeah, you're. But right. it is an immigrant I, thing. But no, it's, I, but it's. also. I know that but it's I also like, that, hey, like, no, but it's it's brought up to like we're already viewed as different, you know. And you got to show them that we're going to take the high road at all times. We're going to be all these things, you know. And you got to keep your net. You got to keep your ethnicity as well, and in the process. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard as fuck. But you got to keep it. And That's a huge thing, you know. Um, obviously, yeah.
1: I I really love the attention the movies uh, paid for uh, paid to, to to the mother character who was really kind of standoffish in the last film. Um, she's much more on the forefront here with a lot of the 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 emotional backbone and the character backbone that, that kind of creates Miles Morales. Right? Um, you know when you know that whole f- funny ass scene at that rooftop party. Mm-hmm and when, when Spider Gwen comes in, right? And it's like they're saying it's like your girlfriend's like, no, 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 right. Yeah. Um, all that stuff and the stuff and the scenes after that as well. Like the mother really comes in there a lot and kind of not saves the day because it's all in the first half, but like kind of like really gives a lot of the motivation in the character that is Miles Morales. Like you see these parents work and the movie really pays close attention enough to like give them some room to breathe to so you can help understand not only why Miles would never succumb to this whole canon event mm-hmm. to let his fucking father die because he's about to be a captain, but, like, go further than that and explain why he would try anything in his power to stop
3: that kind of information. Right. And how he expects yeah. every Spider-Man should. And how he expects, right, yeah, right. He's and, surprised. And that's right. He's very surprised that everyone's yeah. not cow but that everyone's accepted that. And yeah. maybe because they've been proven with, like,
1: and is asking audiences
3: that too it, because it, we've accepted that. We too. have right, and that's such that's just such a cool thing, man. Because,
2: but the thing is, yeah, the father dying or he, he had his uncle die, and that seemed like to be that was his canon event. So is he supposed to have it another seemed, one? It seemed to be. I um I don't know what they said in the
1: movie about that. I don't think
2: technically mm-hmm. Earth forty two, or the or spider originated from. Had the father die.
1: Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm.
2: So technically, in a weird way, the canon event did happen. His father did die. Although, in, in that universe that he doesn't actually belong to, but the spider belongs to.
1: Well, he was like that, but the Spider-Man in his universe from the first movie got killed. I
2: think I think there could be multiple canon events. Unexpectedly.
1: Right? Yeah, no, yeah, there are multiple. That's what, uh, so that's what No Way Home does, right, too. because that's what
3: Gwen's Because uh, the, the
1: uncle had died, too, and we assumed that that was his right. canon event. But we actually get the With Power Comes Great Responsibility from Aunt May and No Way Home, right? Mm-hmm. When we're like, oh, shit, we thought it was the uncle that had happened already before, before uh, Homecoming, yeah. right? When he got his powers originally. Like we all thought from the Tobey Maguire movies. Yeah right mm-hmm. like this is it's playing with the, what the audiences believe is supposed to have happened and how he is supposed to be this person because of these tragic events and this movie this whole Morales, that's the whole point of it is it's fucking with it and to say that the kind of event being only one person or even being his uncle in general was that enough and no it's not and it doesn't and obviously that's what this is this movie that's what these um citadel of spider-man are talking about is that no Your soon-to-be captain of a father is supposed to die, and you're supposed to let them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's why, like, it's it's really poetic and uh, yeah, you know, kind of because we
3: we all grew up used to seeing Spider-Man struggle on his own. Everything he's done is on his own. He had people in his life, yeah, that were there, but he there, he just had them to protect his aunt May, Mm -hmm. uh, Mary Jane, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, people like that, right? And it's just—it's a very, very small circle that almost doesn't even make a circle. It's three people, like, 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 like—it's almost like nobody, you know. And it's such a small, it's such a small triangle, right? It's such a small little like you know group of people that he has in his world, um, because he's lost other other ones, right? Um, He even lost his parents to begin with, to have his uncle Ben to pass away, who's his father figure, and all of these things, right? Uh, That we're so used to that, yeah. That hardened him, that shaped him into the person, as to the Spider-Man that we all grow and know to be. And every Spider-Man in the universe, in the multiverse, uh, happens to do the same thing, right? To a certain extent, or have multiple canon events of these things. And it's supposed to progress them, I guess. And that's what we missed out on. But honestly, that was that that, that event, that fail event, that happened in in um, what's that world? Um, Mumbai. Uh, yeah, mobile hat. Yeah, that yeah, one he fucks up. Yeah, out, so the, but that's Spot's doing. That's not. That's not the canon of Unfailing, in my opinion. That's not that. All of these things are just. I don't think they're. I think they're things that he can fix and you can grow from, and that's the thing, right? And that's what we see from Gwen's world when he sees because she says something, because she reveals that she she is Spider Woman, right, or Spider Man, or whatever the hell. Um, yeah, Spider Gwen. She's Spider Gwen, um, and she shows that like the dad, hundred percent, just goes like, "Well, yeah, I'm. I'm I have. To, I have to do right by you. Like, I do my job to protect you. I don't need to do my job if you're doing that, protecting me yeah. from you know, like saying like it's weird, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. that's what we're kind of going to expect because that's same thing that Miles' dad says. Also, Miles' dad says, "I do everything for my son. I'm a cop because I want to protect my son. I want to protect the neighborhood. Right. I want to be all these things." But my son is doing that now. He's literally picked up my mantle, you know? And if he shows them that, well, yeah, I'm this person now, does his dad even need to do what his dad does anymore? Does his dad need to risk his life when his son can do that in, and with less, with more potential, but less danger, right? At the same time. Like, yeah. you have abilities. Like-
1: and they take that, they take a, an example of that with Gwen's father. Exactly, right? yeah. The captain, right? And, um, and him seeing it for the first time who gwen is yeah. right and by the way i don't see any i didn't see any other spider gwen and that's so it at all by the way um there's a huh? i mean i didn't one see him.
2: one yeah right. a lot of gwen stacy's die yeah
1: right <laughs> a lot right a lot of gwen stacy a lot of gwen stacy corpses mm-hmm. going on um but that scene where he, he is the first reaction is to pull the gun and arrest try to arrest right mm-hmm and that's that's crazy. Yeah. And then her leaving and coming back. And that really epic scene in that apartment. It was really cool um, that he had quit. And he's like, his actions already changing what's supposed to be cool. Spider-Man, right? And we're seeing a lot of that. Um, now, one of my biggest, uh, you know, reveals of this movie is... I don't know if it caught you guys. I think it caught you guys pretty well. I'm not sure. Is... Um, when he escaping the citadel of spider-man he makes it out miles does which by the way shows that he outfights all the spider-men mm-hmm. by the way yeah because he does
2: he's a superior
1: right like
3: I, I don't think it's a superiorness i think he's that unique
1: yeah that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. like it's it works really well um and makes it to his home world only for us to discover because gwen is also ch- chasing him down going to that world too and what we are mistaken from one conversation is the fact that he went to the original world of... Well, the spider that bit him was created. Because, of course, the machine would do that. Um, that was a cool-ass reveal. What did you guys think of that twist of the movie? I, thought it was,
3: I, just, I, was, I never saw it coming. I never Same. saw it yeah. coming. And
2: yeah. it I, I I, I totally... I didn't think it was going to happen, up. but I thought it like... like. Are they going to send him to his real world or where the spider think... Cause I, I had mean, that thought... Mean, but when they played it when you know he got to the room and the mom was there and I was like oh okay he made it home perfect yeah. right yeah.
1: that was crazy I was like not expect- I was that blew me away like that was cool that was a cool feeling uh very uh I don't know Sixth Sense kind of like oh uh, yeah, yeah. Kaiser Sose mm-hmm. thing right um yeah I, I just really love this movie uh I mean what do you guys uh do you guys have any expectations particularly as to what the third one's gonna be? It being a, this whole
3: this whole thing being a part one? My only expectation is that he has to manage to save both worlds.
2: Hmm. He's gonna be pulling double duty going back between two worlds.
1: I don't even know how he can travel. I guess he's gonna have to have some sort of third element coming, probably Gwen or someone. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean uh the spider uh the pregnant spider man with the in, on the bicycle was kinda like she was, like, breaking her facade, too. She was like, oh, I don't know. You know, we should be doing this, like, chasing this kid down, mm-hmm. right? She had that, too. And, obviously, um, the Peter B. Parker, you know, uh, what do you think of that? Because they have this whole part where, like, both Gwen and the older Spider-Man, who now has a kid, funny-ass, cute-ass kid, really, no, that was cute-ass fucking Jesus. Um,
3: the most supportive Mary Jane ever, yeah.
1: The, the two best right. friends, Spider-Man, that, he ha- that Miles has, mm-hmm. you know, lie and betray him, right, in his initial cause, right, with the Citadel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, what do we think, uh, like, I mean, I know that Gwen kind of takes it back and stuff like that. Do we think it was too far afield that they would do that? That might be and that might be the, the, the only leave that this movie does, based on the actions of the first one, that is harder to believe.
3: I think that by the time they buy the mission that they're buying all of these things that's going on right um, that whenever they bring up miles or whenever they think about miles and they're like, yeah like he's they they know that he's gonna want to act the way he's gonna want to act and I can see why they're they just avoid him and it's a it's a simple reason that they they do a good job of just avoiding him to the extent where she finally can't avoid him anymore and then the movie kind of yeah. starts right so it does seem believable to that extent of like never knowing how to explain it to them because they bought this lie it's it's you know that's like it's like i'm in a cult now and you never you never realize it and then you're like your friend has to tell you bro you're in a cult and you're like no, no 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 like we we just do like cool stuff like what are you talking about you know and you're like mm. no like do you do cult like things look i'm going to show you another cult that you know is a cult and i'm going to show you what you do and you're like fuck, you know <laughs> and it's one of those things And he's that guy yeah and you know and yeah. you know that's and that's where it kind of is one of those moments um yeah so it doesn't seem unbelievable because they do like they just ignored him they didn't even do any 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 more communication to him they just kind of like excommunicado you know like situation to him and that is like ignoring the point because like not to like oh hey yeah we're doing great kind of stuff let's hang out because they know it would never work they know they would be talked out of it so i think i think it's a sellable point it's it works out for me so
1: yeah look you agree
3: yes with which one (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, uh, yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Uh,
2: them. I was going uh, like, to it's, uh, it's easy to just agree on like, a lot of the aspects of this movie. So. Yeah,
0: no.
1: I mean, I'm agreeing. I'm just pointing it out that that was uh, the closest to the shaky you know, to the movie. Um just so want to say, in general, that I'm a big fan of this uh, Lord and Miller combo, uh, two of the writers there that have done a lot of things together. Um, like, uh, specifically, they're known for uh, The Cloudy Furge with a Chance of Meatballs, people. Oh, that's, that's a great them.
2: movie. Both I have seen them. that in a hot minute. Yeah. That's a good one.
1: They did uh, Little Big Planet. They created that. Oh, really? Yeah. And
2: Wait, the game?
1: Yeah. Run, Sackboy Run, Little Big Planet 2, Little Big Planet Karting. That's all them. I'm reading it now. Um, they're also known for the Lego, the Lego movie. Hmm. The ones who succeeded in doing that, and then uh, also a big one that a lot of people have seen, but I have not seen, and I'm curious about, is Clone High, Never
3: seen. which they Never just recently of that. brought back. Never, even it's heard an animated
1: of that. TV show uh, mainly for kids where um, they clone like all these famous people, like Abe Lincoln and whatever. Oh, that's kind of cool. That. And to, but they're, they're in high school and like Clone High. Yeah, and like it's it's like a kids thing. No, no, no. I, I, I understood
3: the high part for the high school.
1: Yeah. So. But, uh, anyway, just saying. Um, so far, these guys are pretty nailing it. I like all their projects. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I think that's it for our review. I mean, it's a glowing review. We, we love this movie. One more end thing.
2: What? What? You know, the, the that entire uh, chase scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, I think four years just to make. That's crazy. I what imagine working make? four years on that one chase scene. I mean, it's a hefty part I of the can. movie. It's a very and, the, and it's a very uh, important part of the movie too but oh yeah i also love how they brought back that like 90 i think it was like that 90s style aesthetic spider-man with the crazy muscles i love that guy that guy oh, so good. that guy, so Dude, that guy
1: was so good. Funny. everything about yeah. him
3: was epic because if it, it it felt so much
2: to the character i was like oh my god i was like this guy's great uh, <laughs> i would i just want to watch this movie and just like fast forward like or like just do like a frame by frame thing just to see like oh I don't know what is a Spider-Man or what's that Spider-Man or like Peter parked car. Where could I find that? Spider Man? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm, t- I'm like,
3: I'm almost biased to Spider-Man because Spider-Man is like my favorite superhero. But man, it's just. It's
1: definitely. I mean, I mean, if it wasn't sure before, I was sure already for like years now. Yeah. But if you weren't sure before, you're sure now he is the most cinematically oh, appropriate superhero really like is, ever, yeah. made, oh, ever made.
2: Was there. And he's PC. Yeah. A Stan Lee kind of cameo. Yeah.
1: maybe. I mean, there's a lot in this movie. I'm I'm not surprised. Yeah, I I,
2: w- I wasn't sure. I didn't see anything that stood out, but I wasn't sure if I just missed it. But also, this is a, a Marvel, shitty ass theater. It's not a Marvel Studios thing either. Oh god, yeah. I had all these kids and like taking fucking flash photos of each um, other and so uh, I had a great time. Rage.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did have a good time.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, take, you you a- know that happens. That happened the with
1: some of my. Uh, when I saw the boogeyman, I think there were some kids like three rows right. down, like with their phones out, pretty like bright, and shit constantly passing snapping. So I didn't say anything until the movie started. Five minutes into the movie, when I saw them doing, it, I said, "Hey, would you fucking put that down?" And they did, for the most part. They brought it up like once more, but I, I was like thirty seconds, and I'm gonna say again, yeah. and they didn't. They put it away. <laughs> so I'm like, just, just fucking swear. That was fucking sure. stop. Uh, it was open relief. your app, your shotgun sound app. Hold on hold on. Yeah, <laughs> right. Just cock yeah. it. No, I mean, I just said, yelled at him.
3: <laughs> hold on, a couple,
1: get... a couple, my, I think a couple, a couple seats away from me, probably. Like, let
3: me get my Bluetooth speaker. All the max
1: volume. <laughs> they were probably. Like, Thank God, I don't have to say anything. <laughs> they were really annoying. Yeah, young like, no, kids. I can't.
2: Yeah, that's annoying.
1: Yeah, I told him to fucking stop it.
2: If you want to fuck around, you do that to. shit at home.
1: You have to. Um, there uh, was a the point I was going to bring up. Um, shit. Um, you know, I was a little, a little saddened that we didn't get to see much of the of the old Spider-Man gang from the first one. Uh, the
2: yeah, the but it seems like they they came. They're gonna be Spider-Man Noir and the Porker. Oh, guy.
3: that's Andy Samberg plays uh Ben Raleigh. The cool. muscle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was him? That's Andy yeah, Samberg. That yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. Which makes sense because it sounds like over the top, like yeah. funny. Yeah. And I'm just like that. Okay, <laughs> that makes.
1: You think of muscles, you think of. And then, uh, <laughs> you don't think of it. Yeah. I know you
2: don't. <laughs> Isn't uh, Nicolas Cage Spider-Man Noir? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think so. oh, Perfect. There's a connection between the two movies of the same actor. Yeah. Another Cage. connection. There yes, another
1: connection. But he wasn't in this. I don't think I saw him. <laughs>
2: No, uh, he was at the very end. At the very end? Okay, okay. Yeah, where they grouped up like the old people from the first fight. Spider-
1: oh oh I I I there's
2: the, a lot. So yeah, okay. But, I, I believe. But they added the new people, like the yeah. punk rock one, the, right. the Indian one, Indian
1: one right.
2: I think that one the the computer girl.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that was like all digital. She's like at home the whole time. Yeah, she's just
2: chilling. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. She's with like I be the VR headset. yeah. That's must be the yeah best.
2: with the Apple VR, the Apple glasses. All
3: right,
1: not the yeah. Apple one.
2: Three wow. and a half thousand dollars, boys. Let's get mm-hmm. that shit.
1: Well, to her it's like peanuts. That's like mm-hmm. a thumb drive for her. Um, one thing about this movie that I will say that obviously it wasn't a problem for us, but I could see it being a problem for many people is that was this movie too fast? Because a lot happens. Dude, no, seriously. It, fast. This yes. is a fast cut movie, man. This is, uh, this puts some music reader to shame, <laughs> you know? So um, any like uh, dilemmas there? Everyone was able to, I mean, there were things I wanted to read when I wanted to read them, but I, I missed the opportunity, of course. Yeah. But obviously I got the gist most times and I was never lost with the movie ever. So I was I was fine with it. I assume you guys were fine too,
3: right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was fine. Okay,
1: but uh, but I can still see this being. It's like watching Blair Witch Project and not throwing up because, like, you know, I was fine with people the people did camera. that. People did, yeah. <laughs> it was a shaky it was. camera. A small minority. It was a shaky yeah.
2: camera.
1: Uh, okay. Shaky um, camera. Um. Anyway, just want to bring that up because I know that's a problem for some people, especially uh, older people uh, like um, I
2: <laughs> Did you right. guys notice any like different like frames per second kind of thing? I know they did that in the they first did, one. They
1: did fuck with it have I, it. There was where. some
2: in this one, but it's like it was more subtle. Yes, it wasn't. By the time
3: you were like, "Did that happen?" And it happened. Right. It was, okay. it was like, "Did that happen?" And you're like, "Okay." So like, I'd have yeah. to rewatch it to be like, "Yeah, there it is." But uh, yeah, yeah. For, for the for the most part, they did a really good job of just like, "Let's fluid it." Th- let's put let's fluid, um, or at least feeling. So right,
1: um. Oh, the one thing is that, and I hear, I heard that this is true for a lot of um, screenings for this. And I don't know if it's screening specific or if it's part of the movie mixing, which I hear, which I hope they fix, is that the, the dialogue and a lot of the scenes were kind of lower. Anyway, I had that problem. Rob, I don't remember if you were thinking that and while we were watching it, but I was where I think that some of the dialogue was uh, too low.
3: Um, Do you want remember this? I might have, I might have noticed it. I, I, I can't remember, to be honest with you, so. Hmm.
2: This has well, it has happened to me before in other movies, so. though. Yeah, look anything. I can't think of that. No, hmm. I think the, I thought the dialogue was fine.
1: Okay, maybe they fixed it by then, I don't know. we saw it day one. we did. Did you guys see it in
2: like Dolby or anything like that? Special? It was, it was Dolby. Dolby yeah. See, I saw it regular.
1: I mean, that could be a thing. I don't know. It could be a thing where they just. In- My point is that it's not just me. I heard
2: it through other yeah. podcasts yeah. and stuff too. Oh, apparently, movies. if you go see Oppenheimer, there's like IMAX, a hundred percent. Yeah, but there's like specific, like, no like, these are the specific seats you want to sit in. You already for get like the best experience. Guess where it is? at yeah, the, the top. Top, actually. It's one of them. Yeah. It's like a cross. It's the in the center, but still. Ah, the center the no, it
1: doesn't matter because he has shitty, there. he doesn't like his dialogue sounding good anyway. Have you seen Tenet? You can't fucking hear anything. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's a problem for a different day. About stick- <laughs> okay. soon, by the way. I think we, those tickets are available now. We should probably get them. Sent to um, we're gonna. That's it for our review of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review, as part of our marathon, the 20th anniversary of Park Chinook's classic revenge tale, Old Boy. Stay with us. After being kidnapped and imprisoned for 15 years, Odei Su is released... Only to find that he must find his captor in five days. This is old boy.
3: It was like fourteen um, years and three hundred and sixty-four days.
1: Co-written and directed, right? Co-written and directed by Parchanuk. Uh, also co-written by uh, co-written by Garin and no- Nobu- Nobuaki Minagishi. Sorry, I really fucked this up. Um, you want me to fuck it up? For even
3: worse, I can.
1: Stars um, Choi Min-sik, of course, classic. Um, awesome actor. I loved all the things he's been in, that I've seen anyway. I haven't seen a lot of stuff. Uh, Jun Tae, Kim, Byung, Kim Byung-gok, and Kang Hye-jung as Mido, also. Um, so star starring roles here. Um, this is 20th anniversary, of course, it being a 20th anniversary pick, an older pick, of course, not new released, even though it was remade. Um, spoilers from the top here, boys, for an audiences, of course. Um, this is, of course, a filmmaker who brought us movies that we reviewed here. One of which have, uh, we reviewed his latest, Decision to Leave. We reviewed that last year.
2: Oh, that's right. Was, that, was that last year? Was that this year? Last year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. God, time um, is flying by way too fast.
1: Yeah, it was December, but it was last year. Uh, he also reviewed, uh, my personal favorite of his is The Handmaiden. He did that.
2: Still haven't seen that one. Neither. And I know you've talked a lot about it.
0: Yeah. No.
1: Uh, he also remember movies like Stoker, Thirst. I'm a cyborg, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Lady Vengeance. Uh, he was part of Three Extremes, and obviously, Old Boy is part of his trilo- his Vengeance trilogy. It being Lady Vengeance, Old Boy, and Sympathy for Mister Vengeance. All of which I've seen. Are um, those
2: all three? Is that like a Vengeance r-
1: trilogy? They're not. not they kind of connect, but they're not really connecting.
2: Okay. They
1: connect in the sense that they're in the same planet. You know, not that it. Uh, they're not seen. So, so, yeah,
2: okay, okay. So you don't have to watch them in no particular order.
1: Nah, nah. I watched them, uh, I saw Old Boy first because Old Boy was the crown jewel that everyone spoke about in the 2000s. And I had to see that. And then I found out that it was part of this uh, kind of makeshift trilogy, the way we kind of consider Scorsese's Mob trilogy to be Goodfellas, Casino, right? And so on. Like, it's not, but they're not actually connected, right? Um, anyway, that aside, I'm going to start off with this one saying that. Um, you know, this movie is considered to be uh, the either the movie or one of the movies that sp- sprung South Korean cinema to the world stage. And that is probably an agreement for me because it is one of the first, if not the first, give or take, uh, South Korean film I saw intentionally to, you know, like, hey, what's this movie about? I hear great things, right? Like, um, and that's what spurred a lot of also a lot of great projects out of South Korean uh filmmakers uh, because of this movie and the international appeal it had. Not just in America, of course, but everywhere else too. And it's also I remember hearing when I before I saw the movie is that it was the best revenge movie, the re- best revenge tale. Right? Everyone hailed it as that. Like, like South Koreans are good at revenge stories, you know, that kind of thing. Don't mess with those.
0: Don't. <laughs> Don't <them>. ma- <laughs> The right, you have should
1: have to, yeah yeah right and uh and then and then from out of those movies which there are many and i've seen many of those revenge tales and some and all of them are really good is that uh this one is the best and uh, i tend to just wholeheartedly agree now my bias to that is that it could be because it this was my first exposure to this kind of movie i mean not my first revenge tale but my first revenge south korean you know pseudo horror movie yeah it was it was and um so that could be a bias of mine but i'm happily embracing it because i think it is the best if not one of the best um and i really dig old boy it's a it's a fantastic movie that is just purely for adults it is a a dish best served over a long period of time i think that's what this movie is about really um I think the performances are really um, iconic, amazing. It's like really in your face. The directional style is also very two thousands, but it represents kind of the best of filmmaking in two so thousands. You think of uh, a lot of the close ups, a lot of the you know the grit and griminess of daily living is what uh, there I, the, the
2: panning in the hallway.
1: Yes, a lot of that too. Uh
2: the, the um, classic scene
1: the classic one shot of course with the hammer it kind of brought back hammers this movie <laughs> brought back hammers in a big way. hammer sales went up like two percent is what I'm saying um, yeah this is this film is nothing but iconic it inspires so much including myself uh, and I, I really dig it. I can't wait to discuss more about it uh, Roth what did you think of uh, oh boy is this your first to watch or you're not your first
3: question third. Nice. Third. Uh, yes. I I probably enjoyed this movie this time around more than the other two. I remember the first time I watched it, and I was like, this fucked up, and the second time I watched it, I was like, yeah, I still fucked up. I go, but uh, what a crazy length to go through. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. and then this time around, I just enjoyed like all the little stuff and all the catches and all the other stuff, and I maybe appreciate the movie a lot more. Um, and I dug it. Uh, my wife saw it with me, and uh she liked it. She liked like she hit pause when she walked away, and I was like, "Oh shit, that means you like." <laughs> that's a big sign. Big sign, yeah. Well, well you asked like you would hit pause, like yes, okay, big deal. Um, so yeah, she she really enjoyed it as well, in a fucked up way, right? I was like, that's a fucking crazy way to go about that.
1: Now, did she watch it because you guys are into a lot of South Korean drama? She didn't know she it was, was like, Korean. Oh. No, no,
3: no, I had to watch it. Oh. I had to watch it. I put it on, and I was like, mm-hmm. I gotta watch the movie. She's okay. I like, go, You watch it with me. And she's a Korean? I was like, Yeah. And then I was like, This takes place in like two thousand two or something. <laughs> I was like, so early two thousands. Yeah. I was yeah. like just giving you a heads up.
2: Um, it's after nine eleven for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well she sees that. She started like right, she started watching it like one minute in, I think she just missed the first minute. Um, yeah. So anyways, but besides that, the uh yeah, I dug the fuck out of this this time around going around just seeing all those like Every connection that he makes, and I was telling her when the movie, like that very famous shot, that one shot scene when he's fighting. With the, hammer, <laughs> with the hammer? With the hammer, yeah. I was like, this is a very famous scene. He's like, And she's like, looking at it, she's like, why? And I was like, well, it's one shot. I go, in a tight space, and they're fighting. And it's like, all this stuff. And they have that, to like go, not hit each other I go, for real. And all the stuff that has to happen, that has to happen right. I go, in one shot. In one take. I go, so it's like, and she's like oh. the stabbing the knife i was like whatever. i go yeah there's like a lot of stuff going on in the movie i go there's a lot of stuff going on in the like in other movies i've done it like take like homage to this you know kind of thing i don't yeah, know yeah. like so like really 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 famous for the time i go this is uh and i was like if you ever thought about revenge which i when we were watching it and she was i was like very uh lannister-ish right because i was telling yeah her. yeah and uh and she was like yeah like holy fuck like he went through all that i was like well when you got money like
1: (laughs) right that that's the real thing about this movie if you have the money you can do whatever whatever you want fantasy you want right
3: but it just also feels like uh it would be it would be harder to do that here in the states i think um just because we're not as like open to like craziness as it is over there
1: i mean game of thrones opened this incest (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, for sure right Mm
3: -hmm. Um, but yeah, I just like the fact that they have like these rooms where they do all this torment and torture. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm watching it. Like I said, it's just, it is that movie that you do think about it. You're like, is this what, cause around this time I'm watching Korean stuff. There's really nothing out besides boys over flowers or something like that. <laughs> and like, I'm trying to think of like, what else other like random little Korean dramas, you know, that right. are like, there's really nothing else. Besides, like I'm thinking of, like this this movie is that big, like hey, we're uh we're we're making a splash in your pond now, you know, kind of thing, and it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, we really are, and um, it it's so cool, it, to the, even to the extent of like, and I was I caught a lot of little things, like he wears a Dupont's a Dupont um suit and everything he has, and I don't know if uh, Dupont is a French company, and uh they are uh, or Dupont. Uh, they uh make lighters that I actually like those lighters. And actually the lighter that Sanji uses in uh in One Piece is uh stylized <laughs> over a DuPont lighter. Um that's a very expensive lighter that would be nerd. that exist. I know very nerdy. Besides the Locking point, nerd. but those all that clothes is very expensive. Everything he has and when he gets out of that case, when he gets out of that brief of that uh, suitcase or um, luggage case as I he uh, he has all these clothes, and I see the Dupont stuff, and I was like, "Oh wow!" I was like, "Well, at least he got fancy clothing." <laughs> I was like, 15 years," <laughs> I was like, "At least he got like really yeah. nice clothing and all these things, and yeah. like, everything he's wearing is top of the line kind of stuff." Um, so yeah, there's a lot of cool little details that you catch in the movie, and it's so phenomenal. I love even in the beginning where he's like, he says his story, but he's telling us, but he's telling the one guy, and then the guy's like, I "Guess I'll tell you my story," and then he walks away from him I'm like, "I don't want to hear your fucking
2: story." <laughs> like. It's not about you, right? Exactly,
3: <laughs> right? Yeah,
2: <but>. I've suffered. <laughs> Fuck whatever you got, right? You and your bitch ass dog, right? 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 So and yeah, I feel more for the dog than the guy.
1: So I'm gonna say something about that 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 the opening and that that scene because that comes in later, of course, after he's uh, when he catches up to the guy, right? In the story, is um, that he's telling the story, right? I, I don't. I I guess the movie. I don't think that mechanic. Um, it's, I think that was just for sensational speaking for reasons. I, I don't think it adds to anything to have the movie start that way, and have that guy uh, later on after he talks about his incarceration period and and being released. I think all of that really doesn't add much to the movie. Um, I mean, I I love the punchline of the how he gets down the elevator. He goes outside and the guy jumps with the dog and lands in the car. That was funny yeah. in a fucked up way. This movie's funny in a fucked up oh, way. Yeah.
2: He, or how, I, before that, the elevator? With yeah, the yeah, woman. You know, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. he's oh my god. It. He hasn't seen a woman in 15 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. It's so his mind, right. fucking
1: amazing. It was blue a load right there. He didn't. He probably did, and- he
2: probably did yeah. he probably but he, Well, he saw her glasses, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Well, that, I think um, what that scene does
3: bring, uh-huh. in my opinion, is the torture that they just went through. And how scarred they are and what the what the, what the the repercussions could be just from going through that. It's like, I want to kill myself. I don't want to go on. What was the point? I don't know anything else. I don't know this or all of these things that I just went through. And it's like, that could have been him had he not gone through or whatever before he, whatever, where his mental fortitude was, depending on the time length. And it's one of those things, yeah. like, they both went through something very similar. Obviously, this guy went through, like, fucking hell for 15 years, right? Because uh, it's that long.
1: He said it took him 11 years to get used to it. Right. He
2: said, yeah, he said that. 11 years? That's, <laughs> that's such a crazy amount of time. I was like, you'd think it'd be like 11 days or 11 nah, months.
1: Nah. I mean, maybe us today, we would. Like, but not, not, not him. Yeah. Um, okay, Rob, I, I would buy that. But except that, you know, the fact that it opens with it. Like, if it was just a, the scene... If that scene happened naturally, where, like, you know, the show and being incarcerated, being drunk and all that. Yeah. Fifteen years later, gets released on this rooftop and he sees this guy with the dog. I think if that happened naturally, as opposed to having this, uh, oh, let me tell you my story bit in the beginning, maybe it would have held more sway with me and seeing that parallel better, which I get. I see that. I mean, I see it, too, now that you say, it. Um, you know, they're both like roughly similar kind of cowardice of suicidal tendencies at the same time. Yeah. Um, because he does commit suicide, he does try commit suicide in the fucking, in, in prison. while well, he's in prison, he just, they just keep saving him. Yeah, more more than, more than once. That was part of the, that was part of the montage there. Yeah, more than uh, once. Of, There's uh, bloodstains yeah.
3: to prove yeah, yeah. that he's got.
1: <laughs> the mirror. Every time he smashes a mirror, he's cutting himself yeah. immediately. Yeah. Uh, it's just that they keep saving his dumb ass. Um,
2: Although you gotta like- admit, yeah. whoever's watching those cameras needs to really fucking watch them.
1: Yeah. Like they no. cannot slack off 'cause I mean, I think the pay is there for it. My right, yeah. You know, yeah. Not only is it illicit and legal but uh which obviously must add more money to it, but also uh extra for like keeping an eye on this guy. He might try to commit suicide. I need him alive. Um I think if that that scene wasn't tied so uh sensationally to the opening of the movie, which is like, Oh, I wonder how we got here kind of thing, I think it's just a kind of a it feels like a gimmick. That it's not required. Now, maybe back then it probably did require. Maybe it was a director's note, a producer's note. I mean, not director's note. A producer's note to make this movie sellable. Yeah. I have no idea. But it also um, sells
3: to the fact that he gets to... Because like if he has that first interaction with the girl in the elevator, he's mm-hmm. fucking her like, immediately. At least he gets to touch this guy and be like, human interaction, thank the fuck God. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, And that adds yeah. to it, right? I get the story... No, yeah. And I, I get I the guess story part necessary. doesn't add to yeah. it, right? But that's just yeah. like... There's something to it, right? Um,
1: no, I know. I, I guess like I I'm, I'm leaning towards understanding that scene more. Uh, but I'm just saying the open of the movie is what I don't like.
3: I understand. You. Okay.
1: Yeah, the opening. Yeah. Uh, everything else is, uh, everything else is uh, solid. Well, I
3: like all the. Sense. I do like that. Uh, also, like the quick. This is what you miss in the 15 years. <laughs> like okay.
1: <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. He's watching the news. Yeah. Miss 9/11. Some president gets, uh, you know, imprisoned in China right. and uh, all this shit. Towers
3: yeah. fall.
1: And specifically, uh, he gets blamed for the murder of his wife. Right. That's, yeah, a, very,
3: well, that's a very important one,
2: the glass that they use and uh, mm-hmm. all the fingerprints yep. and
3: everything else like that. I was like, he was just yeah. framed.
2: Pretty, yeah, that was a pretty sneaky thing with the glass. That's a pretty dick move. It's a dick-ass I mean, move. Yeah.
3: facts.
1: Um. So this journey is epic. Now, Luke, is this your first time watching no. this movie? Okay. Uh, I, I think I that was just the third one as well. I saw it with you. So I've never twice. asked you your opinion yet. So, what are your thoughts? I know we went a long track there, but what are your thoughts on this movie?
2: So. Yeah, obviously, it's uh, I like this movie. It's a good one. It's uh, it's iconic, obviously. I can see why people say this is like one of the top 10 Asian movies ever made.
1: Yeah, I would go with that. It, it's
2: up there. It's definitely up there now. So, yeah. Yeah, no, d- definitely a great film. Uh, I think before we recorded, we started recording. With, I was talking about rewatching the the Spike Lee remake or Spike Jones. Uh, uh, ah, yeah,
1: Spike, Spike Lee, yeah,
2: Spike Lee, yeah, not well, Spike
1: uh, Jones. Just
2: although I would see the Spike <laughs> Jones version, that would be kind of fun. <laughs> so yeah. I am, I don't know, I kind of want to see it now. Cause I I it's been ten years for I'm that. Not,
3: I'm not gonna lie, I am in a kick of like if I'm watching a remake of something or like original, mm-hmm. I want to see the remake. Like, I just yeah. did that with white makes
1: Something tells me uh, we're gearing up for our next marathon. Seems I mean...
3: Like. <laughs> Ooh, a
2: remake-a-thon? Remake-a-thon? Oh!
1: Yeah, just remakes. Mm. Uh, I think we do that? No, we never did, right? No, I think we,
3: we wanted
1: did. to. I think we talked about it a
3: lot. Yeah. Okay. Because it's an easy one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of bad ones. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're not spitballing that right now. Anyway... Um, okay cool that's great to know that you liked it too uh, it still holds up in your opinion Luke or do you oh definitely like-
2: I was just waiting for that hallway scene <laughs> I was just like looking at him get all tired and everything I was like yes yeah perfect you I mean, know so, he. You know that
1: motherfucker ate that squid live, and it took. Two, and it was like two takes too. He did it oh, twice. I think.
2: I think he told me that. That was so
1: fucked. You guys know that, especially because
2: it was like still moving.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was moving in his mouth. He had to also like faint on the thing, I, and then have that thing squiggle it took around. Me everything.
2: It
3: took everything in me as. A <laughs> oh, I was squirming. No, 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 no. The squirming. That's not an issue for me. It took everything in me to not spoil this movie for Ashley like oh really she kept asking questions and i know the answers finally you know like normally women right. ask you questions in the movie in the middle movie i'm watching the right. same yeah. show you are what the fuck i have no clue like shut up <laughs> watch it with me right now but no like um, she was like i wonder like oh I'm like oh my god it's gonna be i was like i'm like I wonder what he's gonna eat live yes i wonder right <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. <you know>? Um, <laughs> at least it wasn't a
2: crab right oh. <laughs> right My oh, uh, i actually have a knife have a... what the Right. right I actually had a friend who lived in South Korea for a couple of years and he actually ate squid yeah. not live but he said it's very fucking chewy oh yeah you gotta chew chewy. the shit out of it and I was yep. just like yeah you do I can't imagine doing that shit <laughs> when it's fucking alive right. oh. yeah that's fucked props mad props
1: yeah that actor really did it um <laughs> that's I do not recommend it, by the way <laughs> I don't care What do you want Um, now? uh, Okay, before we get to the 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 reason of it all, um, I want to talk about the revenge, the revenge aspect of it. Like, I'm not saying, "Oh, well, what do you think of this?" Like, would you? I mean, I'm not saying like this is unique in the sense like we never see revenge this way. American, American slice of revenge is going up to the guy and shoot him after. He does whatever he did that you want revenge for, It right?
3: was the heat of the moment. Yeah. Right.
1: And it's such... This is so different. And this is part of the reason why this became a huge uh, kind of a subgenre, right, in that country or in that part of the world for a while. And um, and I could see it for sure. And I'm not saying we're immune to that in, in this side of the world. But, like, you know, we don't typically go that way. What do we think of the way this thing takes revenge, this this person, that is. Do we think he deserved it? How about that? How about that? Do we think he
3: deserved it? I'll say it now. No,
2: no. I, honestly, for you, what know, you does, know who deserved it,
3: this... the guy he told.
2: Yeah, way more than anyone. The
3: guy he told. He go, when he goes, "Hey, don't tell nobody." Okay, that guy. He told everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that and I and I I almost wanted to be like, can I see like. I w- oh, I, so, I,
1: but you do you actually genuinely think that guy deserved it, or you just mean like, oh, well, he deserved it more than the guy we? No,
3: met. that guy deserved it. Like, you think he deserves to
1: be he, in prison for fifteen years? Oh no, no, not fifteen. No, 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 not like that. Well, 20, man, that's what I am asking. 25. No, no, that is what I am <laughs> oh, asking. Oh no, 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 none of
3: that. Absolutely deserves- not. No, oh okay, no. okay. But I get the torment. I get why you are going to torment him. I get why you are going to do all these things. Fifteen years is a long time. I mean, I. You could have do it in two, like <laughs> everything you did to the guy. No, he had to wait until the daughter was of age. Really, that's the crazy part. Oh my god! Just...
1: Yeah, just when you think, like, oh, how I mean, he could have done this in ten years? No, he couldn't. He couldn't have. He had to wait till uh... yeah. Like, did you find like... a
3: cousin? Like anything? Like
2: that Somebody else?
3: <laughs> find a cousin.
1: <laughs> no, that's not. That's not nearly as fucked up. And then, that's not know, nearly as game. The, the, the hypnotizing
2: enough.
3: them. Right. All right. Making All sure right. that works perfectly. Oh, we'll, ta- fine. we'll talk more about the hypnotizing. I have a question for the end.
1: but Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be a thing. Um, no, this seems like. I mean, this is like the quintessential going too far.
2: <laughs> this is when you have real fuck you money. <laughs> this you guy should have been crazy
1: money. rich Asians. Yeah, this guy belongs in the crazy, crazy rich yeah, Asians. The dark uh, of it. <laughs> although that's Mandarin or that's it, Chinese, I mean. So that's. that's yeah. Uh, Or is it Taiwanese? I forget. Um, Yeah, I love his wardrobe, though. Jesus, the the way those cubes moved to open his... That was cool. I want that. I want that whenever. um, Today, if I could. Which I can't. Um, Broke, bitch. Yeah, anyway. uh, Yeah, but uh, I love how... How this movie is both a revenge tale and also a, a mystery. Right now, do you guys buy into the mystery? I know you guys have seen this movie before, so watching it again this time, obviously, no surprise for you guys. But did you, if you guys can remember the first time you've seen it, did you guys buy into the mystery and wanted to know not just who, but why this was being done to him? You know what I'm saying? Because you have to. I feel like this movie, for it to work, it can't. It, it could work if you don't care about the why, but I feel this movie works infinitely more if you do. So I'm asking you guys if you guys did fall for it do you guys feel fall for the mystery and want to know also like he uh Odesu uh as to why they're doing this to me. Who's doing this to me and why?
2: Yeah. Obviously if I did not I wouldn't want to watch. Yes and no,
3: right? Well, yeah, hmm. yes, well, I don't know. yes, no, no. So yes, for me until he goes until he actually encounters him, and then he tells him about like why well, I have this heart thing, and if he presses this button, I would have been like, "Fuck this guy!" I'm gonna press this button regardless. Like me personally, hmm. and I would have been like, "I'm in this shit now." But he sells him on his why, and I think he does a good job of selling the audience. But in my third view, I'm like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the problem, right? In my third view, I'm yeah. already in my third view in. But the first time, I was like, "Yeah, like, ah, damn, I would want to know why." I, yeah. I did suffer for 15 years for this. You get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I guess you would want to,
3: like, you want to know did, why? Yeah, I, was... I get. The, yes, I suffered already. Why can't I? Kind of thing, you
1: mm-hmm. know, made to stop from you know being being stopped from being you know killing myself and and all this shit and. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you. So you. Look. You're saying that there is no difference. Like you would not like this movie if you didn't care about the <sighs> why. One would. I,
2: I. I wouldn't like this movie. You wouldn't.
1: Long. You wouldn't. Uh, if you didn't care about the why, you wouldn't like this movie. Like you. For you, it's one or the other. Like, uh, you have to care about why they're torturing him and who's... I mean, you
2: kind of want to know. I mean. Well, Somebody I feel like, like there are people out there that wouldn't care
1: and would just be fascinated to see how the movie unfolds regardless of why. But like I'm saying is that did you want to know why? Also? I mean, you're saying yes. I'm saying
2: yeah, if, there if, are if,
1: people that wouldn't care and still like the movie.
2: But you're yeah, saying I, I, you wouldn't like it the without why. the why. Yeah, the right? why was an important factor for
1: me. I mean, I feel like me too. Um, because there are many movies out there, especially throwaway movies. Even if one... Uh, uh, exciting or even tightly scripted, throw away movies that we watch uh, from time to time, or maybe more often than that, that uh, we don't care what's really going on. We just love the way they're doing it. You know, I'm not saying... I'm just saying that no one's above that. I'm just saying. Uh, I, too, bought into the mystery. Yeah. All I just knew was a revenge tale, and the movie kind of lets you know right away. It's not like a surprise that it's that. Um, you know, this this what this man starts off with, a, a, a drunk who obviously is in a down spiral of his marriage and family
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, gets kidnapped for 15 years and turns into this hard ass antisocial machine of mm-hmm. like wayward emotions and lack of vitamin
3: D you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> all the vitamins. you know when, right.
3: when Woon Jin lee tells him the guy the, the guy who's taking the revenge on him when he tells him like I know you he really does fucking know him he knows everything about him yeah. And like to the point like I know what you I know what you're gonna do. I know your decisions before you make the decisions. That's how much I know you. Like that's why he gives them this freedom. And I do air quotes, right? Because it is freedom.
1: Because of the hypnotism.
3: Because well not only the hypnotism, right? But it's also like I already I already I already know what you're gonna do. Like it's yeah, there's no way you're not going to kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I would say that this is a lifetime of revenge. And really, the beginning of this guy's life, Odeh Su's life uh, before imprisonment, was a—he didn't know, but he was constantly looked after, looked out, and watched and voyeured without his knowledge um, until 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 he was until he was caught um, and then transformed. I feel like this guy's lived like three different lives,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: you know, within one life. Um, and and it's uh, it's it's fucked up and contemplative to think about, you know, as you're watching a movie, and it's also even more and in, in a way, in a way, more fucked up thinking about how this rich guy did it, um, because he overkilled. I mean, he overkilled. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can never know the position that he was starting, like the 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 the, the thing that led to his sister's uh, death. Um, and the reason for that being like incest, of course, um, the rumor mill and uh, all that jazz. Hmm. Uh, I, I can't even begin to start with that's so fantastical to me. That's not just, like so out of my box and realm of possibility. Not just because I don't have any. I mean, I do have sisters, but I never. I don't know. Um, but I, I don't have any sisters around me. But it's just like it's just so not in my wheelhouse whatsoever. That uh, it's hard to imagine it. What I can imagine, and this movie really does it really well, is that this is also rare, by the way, in revenge movies. This is a revenge movie where the entire perspective is the victim. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty not, – that's not common. No, it's not. Most revenge stories are the opposite. Like, you does, do me wrong, the say, whole movie's like, hell yeah, do him right. Yeah, you know? yeah. Do him wrong back, right? That's what you want. That's the simple A, B, and C premise, right? This is the opposite. It always starts off with the opposite of what you think. It starts off with the victim. Mm -hmm. And the victim is the hero. And he did wrong. He just doesn't know what he did wrong. (laughs) Although he he did sled a lot of people. I mean, yeah, he did fuck up that police station in the beginning, didn't he?
2: No, wasn't he writing down all the people he fucked over in the books? Oh, yeah, yeah, right, because he's a drunk. And he's constantly
1: in people's faces, pissing on yards. I don't know know what he's doing out there, but he's not a good guy. But it's funny,
2: the one thing he doesn't remember... 'cause it's like the most innocent It, it is so innocent. Yeah. What do you think of the what do you think of that? I mean it's so ah, fuck it's I don't, like a, it's real, the punishment is, is very disproportionate.
1: It does feel disproportionate. I feel like it is like a move on, man. Um but if it's as powerful as it feels like to say it's the love of my life, I have endless amount of resources but the thing is that this guy I don't know how he started. The 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 revenge guy. Um mm-hmm. what's his name again? Fuck I forgot his name. Um I don't know how he started, but you know how vengeance people say vengeance consumes you? Yeah. It literally confused, consumed this guy. Yeah. His entire existence from that building, that penthouse he's on, to his wardrobe. To his henchman choices, to everything—it's probably his like uh, his job to make sure he had the money to pull this shit off. I don't know. I I, I think he's found money personally. Um, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, think this is from
2: rich family. So yeah,
1: right. I'm just it does say from a rich that. family, yeah. Right, and I think like this guy, his entire life's purpose is revenge, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about him a little bit because, like. He doesn't give Ode-su, um, he doesn't give ode what he wants in killing himself in front of him. He unintention- I my my opinion, mm-hmm. is that he unintentionally does it in the elevator on the way down. What do you guys think about that? He, you think he, you think he accidentally shot himself? No, no, no. Unintent, like, he didn't go, he, he didn't intend to kill himself when he started that elevator ride. That's what I mean.
2: Oh. Oh. You think like his purpose in life was complete now, so
1: right? I, I he think, got his revenge. So I think, and I think the movie kind of begs you to ask this kind of question: is that I think that his entire life was motivated by revenge, literally an entire lifetime since high school age, right? Yeah. Um, is motivated by revenge that once it was done, and once the last decision was made, whether which is which is what which was whether or not to let her open up the box, right? Um... Once it was made, those thoughts and feelings that were originally fueling the revenge of, you know, him missing his fucking sister and the love of his life, or whatever he calls it, <laughs> that incident that constantly haunts him, mm-hmm. that keeps him from sleeping, as he said so many times, he doesn't sleep. He, if anything, he sleeps with a with a vision cam of this guy in prison, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's what that's saw that scene. Um, is that now that it was now it over it overtook his need for revenge because his revenge was done for. And now he couldn't hack it anymore. He couldn't hack it for one more moment, and then that's when he shot himself. I don't think he intended to shoot himself in the beginning of his revenge um, planning. You know,
3: what do you guys think? I think he was too much of a pussy, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't kill himself then, and there in the moment. And kind of mm-hmm. similar to your situation, right? Because he wanted to end it. You know what's the what's the best way to end it here? Let's take both our lives. I succeeded here. But I'm not gonna give in. I'm gonna take your. Now that I've done. Now that I were Now that you should die as well. And fuck it. I have oh. nothing else to live for. You should. I should die too. And he goes to this going like, you know what? I can't. Right. And then in the other, ele- it was cowardness. It oh, is okay. cowardice, right? And he gets. Yeah. And he gets in the elevator, and he goes. He goes. I literally have nothing to live for. And he kills himself. And he comes to the realization like I should have done it then and there. But I. Can't. Well, he has that flashback. He does right. right? And it has that flashback, and now like I should have done it. Hey, he does. He does it there and there. He just kills himself. Hmm. He goes. This Interesting kid. perspective. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Luke, what do you think? Well, said. No, I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> nah. uh,
1: what else?
2: I, I don't know. I I, I would have never thought of this. You should have told me this. But hey, what do you think? I'm going <laughs> to drop this question on you. What do you mean? I'm dropping, I'm it uh, dropping it out. Answer. Dropping it out. Duxey. I get. I. It could be true that he didn't know how to continue life after this whole thing. There is no <laughs> continuing life. Like, Right, I mean... When your whole life was this. Oh, at right? least
3: over half your life has been this. 15 years? You were 15 when that happened? They, dude, that's... There's, that's
2: 15 when he kidnapped them. You've been
1: following him for a lot longer than He was a parent. Right, exactly. So like, let's say probably he's 40. 30 years. Yeah,
2: decades. Yeah,
1: yeah it's two decades at least. Yeah, it's fucked. I don't know. Um... So, you know, what's funny about that scene where he almost uses one bullet to kill both, which I think was a poetic ending that he wanted. Um, I don't think it was cowardice. I think he was saying kind of fuck you, suit, and not do the deal he wanted to do. He wanted to give him another fuck you. You think so? At the end. You think another yeah. one? Yeah, and like drop him, let him like go whatever. Now I'm done with him. But like he didn't want to kill himself. That's what I was thinking is that he didn't want to kill himself to him, for him because of the deal. He still wanted to twist the knife yet again on him mm. at the end. But like I said, because of his life is over now, all he has now is the the the, the ever painful uh, memories coming back and flooding him down instead of infueling him for his yeah, revenge yeah. that he just finished. Yeah. I think that's when he decided. That's why I kind of went.
3: Yeah, because in the end, uh, re- that's not going to help you. Your revenge isn't going to, your pain is still going to be there if you're not dealing with right. it, right? Of course. Yeah.
1: Of course. It's almost like revenge is not worth it. It's almost as if we shouldn't do that. Right. Right. As a as a people. As I mean. a people, yeah. Right. It kind of reminds me of that scene in um, The Hateful Eight. Where the guy's talking about the differences of justice. You know, like if someone kills your, your mom and you go after them, that's, that's just as that's revenge. And then, but if a group of people come and kill you, that's mob justice. Right. And then it talks about, I don't remember the exact scene or the exact quote, but it's kind of reminds me of that. This is like purely selfish revenge. This is purely selfish, yeah. uh, you know, brutal. Uncouth, unwanted, unwarranted fucking revenge. Yeah. I when did you think uh what was the moment where um um Wu Jin Lee decided to let su or oh su go? Like not open the box and make a decision on the on the final thing. Like make make when do you think what what led him to decide not to have this girl open the box? I guess is what I'm asking.
2: I mean, had he, cut was tongue it the tongue cutting? had he cut his tongue by them? Had he cut his tongue by them? Yes, did right, he, did. he did. Yeah. So I mean, the tongue was the was the reason that caused it all. I, so think really- a, I think the tongue is
1: the. I think that tongue is the poetic justice he was looking for.
2: Yeah, I, I think that's that.
1: what he was looking for. Um. So
2: I, I also think he so. can no like longer that. do what he did to someone else. Right. Right. Although you know. We have, like, text messaging and email. <laughs> right, time does move on. Well, not yet. I mean, there's T9, I guess, this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, you know, a couple of years. Um, you can write shit, whatever. Um, I mean, he writes his life story, right? Uh, okay, now, you have a question, Rob, about the hypnotic stuff going on here. At want?
3: the very end, do, do you guys think it worked?
1: <sighs> it's a little neat, but I think it's... uh very poetic yeah i think it's great
3: yeah what do you think what do you, so you think it worked it does work for him.
2: so you think so he do, he doesn't know that that's his daughter that's what you mean? yeah
3: yeah i, I but, so i think he's smiling because she says i love you
1: that's um that's some mother have you seen that movie mother from south korea no wait oh. no it's by uh the guy who did parasite i, I don't think i have yeah. I right um anyway whatever
2: Luke, what do you so, think? I, I thought you guys had more to Well, say, I was sorry. waiting for
3: Luke to answer. I'm like waiting for, do oh. you think it worked or no?
2: Oh, um, I don't know. Yeah, I would wait, hope none so. What I don't <laughs> understand is like how she said, like, okay, now you, you're split into two people, and the one that knows the truth is this demon, right? Mr. Monster. Yeah, or they have the, the monster. Seven. Once he walks
1: 70 steps, uh, he forgets. He forgets the secret that you're hiding. And that's how she, that's the whole Wait, point of Wait, was it that? I thought it was yeah. like
2: something after, at the age of 70 years, it'll die or oh, something. No, no, there 70 steps. Dude, was my sub weird or something?
1: X. I mean, the subs were a little weird, no lie, but it's 70 steps. Oh, okay. I thought it was 70 it years. They didn't like, confuse like, steps s- for years, I'll tell you that. The subs were not that weird. Yeah, oh, yeah. The subs were weird instead of like, instead of is, they put if. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by weird. Okay. Not like actually weird. Hmm. <laughs> they don't change the actual script on <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, say hey
2: but, uh, for, for his sake. I hope it worked because he's done. He's doing some really weird shit. Well,
1: that's a really fucked up aspect of this movie. Yet after all this shit, I mean, if you believe that he forgot, and that smile goes along with that belief because it ends with a smile of him, right? A really space.
2: weird, fucking weird smile.
1: Well, he's an antisocial man who was on concert for fifteen years. Um, all I'm gonna say is they better not buy a twenty three and me kit. I'm just saying, is that that relationship is definitely continuing. <laughs>
2: God, that's so fucked.
3: I mean, mm-hmm. right? I guess, yeah. Very much so. In a loving way. Ugh. But you know what, though, guys? As
1: long as they're happy, right? Right? Yeah. We support happiness here. We said that about the Lannisters,
3: Lannisters too, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. No, I never said that about them. I mean, fuck them. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking, what they fucking thought. Cersei. Jamie, I got turned around a little bit. No, they bit.
2: thought fuck each other, right?
1: I
3: All going to say fuck themselves, but yeah. Uh-huh.
1: All right. <laughs> um, that's a really fucked up. A- that's that's what makes it really South Korean is that ending. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <like, I know.
0: laughs>
1: uh, and this was especially the age where, at the same time, Japan was going through its horror phase, a big where they did a lot of the horror movies. Uh, like the Grudge and Ring and uh, One Miss Call. Yeah, and this, Visitor this is, is horror. Visitor Q came out a year before this. This is movie,
3: horror like. in a different way, though. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, no, right. This is like a, it's a revenge. show. It, it, it is horror, I would say. It's definitely adult for sure. It's rated R. It's a hard R movie because of the tongue dude, cutting dude, and the hammer okay, scenes real quick. and the whatever. But real quick. yeah, <laughs> this, 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 I, my kid walks into the room. Oh, the no.
3: only scene they're having sex
1: in this movie. Oh, nice. Crazy.
3: Oh no. <laughs> No, the
1: only sex scene in the movie. The only
3: sex scene in the movie. He walks into it, so I hit pause. Not only that, he's on a FaceTime call with a fucking friend of his. Oh, (laughs) no. And I'm like, what the fuck? I can't type this better. Like, it's fucking two nine-year-olds on this fucking (laughs) scene. Damn. I was like, that's perfect. Yeah, it was so funny. (laughs) Anyways.
1: Damn. That's funny. <laughs> I have I'm nothing. I'm, I think we should end the review. On it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I, I'm good. I love this movie. It's a it's a, it's a perfectly encapsulated. Well Did you at least out. see
2: a titty? No, no, no. I paused it, dude. <laughs> dude. On a titty? No, I paused oh, well, it. On well, an wait, 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 wait.
1: Uh, wait before I <laughs> before we shut up. Uh, well, any other thing on the hypnotic uh, lady?
3: No, no, no. I was just curious. I don't. I I um. I think it worked. I think it worked too, but I think that's mm-hmm. the demon. That's what I meant. To say. A demon? I think that's him. The the monster. The monster. Sorry. I,
1: oh, at the at end, of the, end movie, of the movie, you think it, that's the demon? I think that's the monster. Ah, the monster. ah okay. Yeah. You know, I counted the steps because the movie does this tracking shot. It was like twenty something. It wasn't nowhere when you are seventy. is my point. Yeah. Not that. I mean, I am just saying the movie. It, it doesn't. Maybe it's not that detailed. Like, it wasn't. It was just trying to illustrate that he took the steps. Yeah. Not that we're supposed to count them, but I don't know. Given this movie, I really don't know. Uh, I also haven't like, uh, researched any interviews uh, Parchanuk gave about that kind of reasoning of the answer. But that's part of the, the mystique of and the greatness about this movie. You would think whatever you want.
3: So if you ever meet Parchanuk, um, you're going to ask him the first question, it's going to be like, so what's up? Was it uh, 70 steps or what?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. He's going to be like, oh, this again. Um, fucking American, Yeah, bro. fucking Americans. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. I think that's it. Right? That's it? Right? I think that's? so. That, that should okay. be it. That is it for our review of Parchanuk's classic old boy not the american remake mm-hmm. uh by the way great title by the way. old boy yeah. right mm-hmm. he acts like an old boy he's not a man yet
0: he's <laughs> not <laughs> yeah game.
1: love it anyway that's it for old boy we're gonna take uh not a break this is the end of the show you have been listening this whole time this whole time to what another movie podcast what
2: what are we re- reviewing next time Bob's getting it. to that
1: like, can you just let me fucking get to it? Like, you've never done this before. 178. Um, geez, uh, you lost my place. Anyway, we come out every other weekend. Or every other Wednesday. Sorry, you we still come out every other one. We record on the weekend. Um, so next time, Ralph, you're picking the movies. Mm-hmm. What are those movies, including the marathon?
3: Okay. So for the marathon pick, my final pick, my 1993 movie is A Bronx Tale.
1: Uh, Which Bronx Tale?
3: Oh, that's a title. A Bronx Tale.
1: Oh, I see.
3: Not just... It's just one of them. Okay. I haven't seen this movie in a minute. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, me too. Um, Nonetheless, Uh, another movie that's not from 1993, but currently, and it's going to be out Mm -hmm. in theaters. Actually, it's out in theaters, I think, right now. Um, no, next week. Sorry, next week is Asteroid City. Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Um, Wes Anderson's latest movie. O- viewed
1: all of his latest, o- last
3: three latest. I we, have, we have, we have. Not only have I seen the on on TikTok the Wes Anderson trend so much that I'm just like I oh, should I'm do one. Almost hyped. We should. I'm almost hyped for this movie. Almost like I'm not. Not that I'm like. I try not to get hyped for any movie, you know, because I try to go in as blank as I can. But, yeah. like, I've seen so much Wes Anderson at this point, like, s- stuff, that I'm just, like, I'm yeah. dying to watch a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, that's Astro that's
2: City. Good
1: to hear. Usually, Luke is the big Anderson fan here.
3: Yeah,
2: he is. If, I already have tickets to see this movie at 10 p.m. Thursday night. I'm catering to Luke, night. you know. Anyways, um,
3: that's on uh, Astro City. And then the week after, the week the, the week we record, the day, the day before we record, is going to be Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, okay, listen. I'm gonna give Indiana Jones one more shot. One I hear he mixed reviews, but I really love the director. So it's, it is James Mangold. We like Jim him. We director. both like him. Okay. 20, 20, 20. 20 to ten to Yuma, son. Logan. to Logan. Why are you producer for Logan? But yeah, Logan. Yeah, Logan. Yeah. no he did Logan. He did right. He also did the Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, that's a great one. I like Night and Day too. I didn't hate it. And Copland. Copland was great. Copland was great. I, I we really like. And
1: Walk Hard. Uh, walk the Line. side, right? not Walk
3: Hard. Yeah, walk no, not line. Walk Hard.
1: <laughs>
0: No,
3: yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm interested. We're gonna see the CG face of Harrison Ford. Okay. Is it? Well, some oh, of the stuff. Yeah, they do flashbacks. I think so.
1: Okay, we'll see. Yeah, I hope it's good. I really, I, I hope. You're right, Ralph. I mean, I mean, I, I recently. Anybody been rewatching the Indiana Jones recently? I, I watched all four.
3: Mm-hmm. I ahead. haven't, but I want to watch. I want to show the first one to Leo.
1: So, oh, that'd be great. I mean, all my! He's starting to
3: get to the age where he's.
1: These might, that might scare it him. They might but fuck, fuck, fuck it.
0: So like, I don't know. Wilson. They face they their faces melt.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's not great. But as long as he's not scared, I guess that's fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I saw so I saw Kingdom of the Skull yeah. and like uh, you and, you I, I don't and Danny
3: know. both watched that movie. Danny watched it like two weeks ago. <clears throat> well, well, sounds like you should follow their middle program And he's <laughs> fuck you. And he's uh, also watching the in the Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. Which are like hour, oh oh. which are like hour long episodes. Apparently,
1: there, there. Are, I didn't know they were hour long. I've seen a few back then. I Actually, we, why would we watch them?
3: I've never seen it. I've never seen any of them. Well, I lied. I've, I've seen, seen the first movie. episode. Yeah. We used to have a tape of it. I've seen the first episode. So. Yeah,
1: i me saying we had a tape of a few episodes. I don't remember how many. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about that too. Uh, they're all on Disney Plus right now,
3: so I might take advantage. Yes, exactly. I might. I'm definitely taking advantage of the trilogy. I, I'm gonna watch Crystal Skull on purpose just to.
1: I mean, I, well, My point is, I was going to say, is that it's not as bad as I remembered. It's still the fourth place one, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> It's just not as bad as bad. Yeah, as Yeah, I, that's as where I, I got
3: to go. I've only seen it the one time. So.
1: And for me, it's still the order. It's funny enough, it's the order. It's still the order? My favorite is the first, my second favorite is the second, my third favorite is the third, and my fourth favorite is the fourth.
3: The third like, is that's so, the order. Remem- so memorable to me. I,
1: everyone loves the third yeah. one. I know that. So but for me, it's still third know?
3: place. You chose poorly. I love the horror of the second one, The Temple Doom. I love horror yeah. Temple so. Well, hopefully I can continue the trend and all our movies are good. We'll see. Yeah.
1: Anyway, those are the movies we're going to be reviewing. Anyway, uh, until then, everybody, I am Oscar. And Luke. And Ralph. See you later.